Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows Gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he's stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Thustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Thustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. And we're live. All right. It's Let's alive. do this yeah. shit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hey, yo. And we have Blake Wolf. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, I've got Zach Gale. Something clever. Oh, boy. Indeed. Mm. And Zach Goop. Hello. Hello. All right, y'all. I need to turn on some music. I need energy here. Uh, so, last time, y'all met the Morrigan. So exciting. Uh, 
so yeah, last time you guys arrived in uh, Amatothelion and stopped by Vittles and Vines, a tavern where Christmas used to have an apartment. Uh, you picked up a couple things from the uh, tavern owner, Sven, who kept some of your stuff in storage. Uh, you were then led to the former break by Ross Greer, uh, where you met Morrigan herself, Ross's mother, apparently. Uh, she welcomed you guys to the Court of Reckoning, and you guys got a chance to ask some questions and learned that Morrigan is trying to fight off the Fomorians, who are allied with Saab, and uh, she's trying to, in particular, protect the Anchor Tree, also known as the Banta Tree, in the Feywild. Uh, it is the only Balin anchor tree in the Feywild, left by Senna as a gift to the uh, different courts. Um, she also wants to help you guys save Lorcan, because, as she said, even a minor archfey in Sav's hands is wildly dangerous. Uh, and you learned that Ross brought Callum Wright to the court and may have accidentally shattered his leg on the way. Uh, mm. That evening, after you guys uh, get a chance to ask all your questions and such for the moment, uh, Christmas dreamt of lost memories that further incriminated Varanestra in uh, some things that happened to you, and also showed you that Titania uh, came in and encouraged her to just discard you uh, because you were mortal and you were hers anyway. Uh... Magda dreamed of following a Luna Moth to a forest clearing where she saw Lorcan uh, watching what you could probably gather is his people from a distance uh, and Sav warning him to play nice or he would lose everyone he loved. Uh, Sav apparently didn't see you in the dream. You're not sure if this was a dream or a vision. Uh, but Lorcan looked straight at you and mouthed the words, save Nala. Uh, the next day, Nala fucked around with the cistern like basin in the break and uh, nearly blew himself up. Uh, but definitely, definitely did blow up something in the 610th layer of the abyss. Uh, Magda is out of bloodstone from Eldehyde. <clears throat> wow. Uh, you guys learned from Morrigan that Kenna has found Kit by a lake down the mountains, visiting someone named Carol. Uh, and Gwyn and Fustruck have a sparring date planned while Magda talks to Carol. So, where would we like to begin? You guys are down in the uh, Hidden Break, also now known as the Court of Reckoning. Um... There's not a lot of people down here, but occasionally you'll see people pass by. Uh, some of them clearly either current or former crows. Uh, and uh, yeah, Ross and uh, Morrigan are around, but y'all have been left to your devices for the morning. It might be DS second. You're not sure. I don't like that phrasing. What? I'm just I'm just telling you it might be DS second, but Feywild time. This is the reason they don't use a calendar in the Feywild, and the reason why that bandit was like, what the fuck is a DS? 
because there's no point. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I feel like I would probably go find. Uh, wait, did you said Magda was going somewhere? She said she was. I'm staying behind because I'm gonna talk to Cal, but I don't know if I want to do that first or. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to yeah. find you the next morning and um, just be like, hey, so, uh, okay, I gotta go. Where's the voice? There it is. Um, so, uh, I've got this, uh, this, you know, the sword that I don't really need, but I feel like you could possibly uh, use it since yours never hits. The sword hits, but- the Kusarigama doesn't hit. But yeah, n- yeah, because this sword, you know, you can do some things that'll give it, you know, give you a little boost to your tech. So maybe you can help us out next time whenever we're doing things. Oh my god. I did kill someone when we got here. Well, and we're very proud of you them? for that. You did such a good job. What's the fucking sword? Uh, I hold out my defender rapier that I stole from uh, what's his nuts? Dying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I will take it. Is it in inventory or no? Uh, it's yeah, called it's, a defender. Yep, defender rapier. It's in there. Okay. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I didn't make it. Somebody else. It is a tune. You have to attune to it, but. Defender rapier. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I will try not to be useless, I guess. There, I've deleted Thanks. it from my inventory. Yeah, you know, no problem. Um, and uh, since she's got that, I'll go ahead and put my Berserker earring back in. Just in case. Um, yeah. So, and you know, maybe when you're talking to Cal, you know, if he needs a little motivation. Um, Stick to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, that's not going to happen, but thank you for the suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. a real small blade. It, you know, you can get it right in between those those soft bits. <laughs> uh, if, if worse comes to worse, we'll do. Thank you for okay. the torture device. Hmm. All right. Well, you have fun. I'm going to go oil my gun. Okay. Which is not a euphemism. I, okay. I didn't think it was. <laughs> 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 didn't uh, Christmas, weren't you also giving me the Shroud of the Hermit? Or who? who's getting the Shroud of the Hermit? That would be me. You're taking it? No, I'm giving you the Shroud of the Hermit. Oh, okay. Okay. You're going to be all decked out with nowhere to go. Man. Also, I can't take any more ag- magical items now. Uh, I apologize to anyone tuning into the stream or watching. Uh, no, some of us are not playing different characters today. Uh, we just had some Zoom issues ahead of time, and that's why we were a little bit mixed up. But it should all... We, we should all be in the right windows now. <laughs> Oh, we were good. Stream master, okay. get it together. To be fair, I fixed it twice, mm. and then the third time, 
that someone who was having issues came back. I forgot. So not good enough. Yep. You're fired. I'm professional. Alright, well, I'll end the stream. Alright. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go spend a couple minutes oiling up some bullets for my gun. You have to oil okay. bullets. I do if I'm using my bullet oil. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Oh, I think bullet oh, oil is actually lube. But anyway, you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Questionable. <laughs> actually, I think it's called gun oil. It is. You use it on the gun, not the bullets. Yeah, I'm pretty I was sure. about to say, I don't think you oil bullets, but I thought you were like... No, this like one, you're... this stuff, I do actually have to oil the bullets, but I'm going to put two oh. oiled bullets in my gun. Oh, okay. Are you sharpening the bullets? A little bit. I'm just filing <laughs> them down. <laughs> Making them extra stabby. Yeah. Alright, what else? There's a cat on the table. <clears throat> Oh, hey, Kitty! Aww. Hi, baby. Bye. Bye. <laughs> My existence has been acknowledged. I must flee. <laughs> no, she. If I acknowledge her existence, she has to. She like gravitates toward me. <clears throat> Hi. What's up? Hi, Squiggles. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what else? Um, there she goes. If we're just all uh, fucking around the next morning, uh, Taylor, I am going to send. I'm going to use sending to send a message, uh, mm -hmm. which I will send to <coughs> you. It's so special. I get to know things. It's almost like you're the the dungeon master. No, this is part of why almost. I love being the dungeon master. I get to know things. But there's also the horrible curse that I can't tell anybody anything. Yeah. Oh, that's not that. I almost sent it to Corey instead. That would have been awkward. Um, <laughs> the guy who watches our stream just knowing what's coming next when yeah. the rest of us don't. Uh, this is exactly 25 words. Okay. Ooh, banana. Banana. Cool. Well, we're about to get a bunch more followers, you guys. Here we go. Shut up! God! <laughs> Not if I do this. Have ourselves a mukbang. <laughs> Hold on. Also, my cucumbers and my um, my sausages. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I assume sausages. a response is coming because I can see yeah. the little dots. Yeah. So yep. I'll wait for yep. that, and then I'll let you know the rest of the shit I'm doing. Okay. Uh. Well, let's keep let's keep it moving. I have to think. Okay, uh, wonderful. Then I'll just describe shit. So, um, uh, <clears throat> Christmas in his uh, his room that he's set up and has his trunk of all the stuff he got, and he's sort of like going through like clothes right now. He finds uh, I, we're gonna do another look change here, but it's kind of like a mix oh, of previous looks. So. Um, well, because, I mean, he did get stabbed repeatedly, and that's a lot of blood on a nice white shirt. So, uh, he finds this nice, like, button-up, but, like, collarless white shirt. Uh, same pants, same boots. But he actually finds... Um, it's a little bit, like, more worn and older than the first coat that he had. 
uh, when you guys met him, which was sort of this like emerald with like gold trim uh, sort of deal that he like could turn inside out and it was black on the inside and he had all sorts of secret pockets everywhere. This seems like it's like an older like prototype version of that coat. Um, it do- it does it's not reversible or anything like that, but he finds that, throws that on, takes the green cloak that he had in uh, Locks Landing, throws that on on top of it, um, and uh, then just starts going through like I'm just talking until there's a response, so I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, there's uh, he also starts oh. like uh, pulling out the like story books that he had. Um, he will. Uh, he actually finds a couple about himself, uh, which uh, we'll uh, address later, uh, and then uh, just some other like fun storybooks that he has, which uh, are all like about the Fae and stuff like that. And he pulls them out, and he's just gonna start uh, reading those, uh, going through old stories about stuff in the Fae. I'm tired. I'm running out of things to say. Somebody that r- else rhymed can talk. unintentionally. What are other people doing right now? There's other shit to do. <laughs> what? Uh. God damn it! Uh. <laughs> Come on, you guys, improv skills. Uh, I don't I have to know read and write things. Okay. Hey, uh, I think guys. of anything to improv that doesn't require Taylor to also be improving. Right. <laughs> I'll go up to Magda. Hey, buddy, old pal. How hey, are we'll you doing today? Um, Where did your accent go? You're you have another cool. accent. I always sound like this. This is my regular voice. <laughs> oh God. I don't like it. No. Um. No, actually, though. Uh. I, I know you ain't talked to Calum yet. How are you, uh, how you feeling? Um... I don't know. Not, um, not great. Not bad. But not, just not great. If you... If you want to, I, the... If you spend an hour with the with that cloak that I gave you, you can use it to look like someone else, someone kind of random. But if you if you want to use that, go in and not look like you to begin with. It might help with some of the some of the nerves. I that's a nice idea, but he's not been cooperative with anyone. True. That he doesn't know, so... I don't know. I don't know who he would trust in this situation, honestly. Because... He hasn't talked to half the people that I know in the past six years, so... It might as well just be a good idea to go in there as me. Well, I'm sure that you will get the information you need and well, anything else you need out of it, too. Hope so. We'll see. Um, when you do get 
what you need. Uh, there's a few things that I want to do around here first. Um, but we definitely need to run into town and get you something so that we don't lose you over the next few days. Uh, yeah. But also, oh. we need to get the rest of those uh, rip cords to Tristan. He only has one. And he's supposed to have a lot more. Uh, I thought. What was the deal with those? Uh, he Why didn't gets we give like, them to him before? Uh, his brother was dead. Yeah, but if we gave him, su- I don't know. I guess I'm just like. I think we were doing a trust exercise. Yeah, we basically yeah. were. We were going to get the rest of them to him when it felt more appropriate to do a business transaction. Uh, I already sent him a message. They're going to meet us uh, at my old place. Um, so we'll we'll run into town and run some errands. I don't want to split up when Tom gets all fucking weird, but yeah, just. Okay. I mean. Okay. I do have a question regarding that. Sure. Once Sav is taken care of, what do you want to do? With once, Trist? once Sav is taken care of. I mean, I'll... that's the only reason that we're working with him, right? So I... once that's all done. Well, I imagine we're either gonna cross or burn that bridge when we get to it. I'm following your lead on that. Tristan doesn't have any bearing on my life. Yet. I'm just saying. That's fair. He's... You're the one who has more of a history with him. You don't say. Uh, No, I think uh, for now we just play it by ear. Nothing else right. we really can do at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, Lord knows we... Yeah, it. that's that's really all there is to say about it uh, at this time. Alright, fair enough. Okay. Alright, so what are we doing first? Uh, we can go into town and try to buy stuff to save Magda from being super deadsies. Let me put it this way. Do y'all want to talk to Callum and Gwen and Fustruck fight first? Or do you want to go shopping? I mean, we don't even have to really roleplay the shopping. I just want to know if I can find the stuff or not. Uh, what, what specifically are you looking for? I'm trying to make the... I need all the supplies to make the uh, bloodstone from Eldehyde. Okay. Um, make me an investigation check. Cool. Guidance. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, 17. 17? Okay. Um, going into town... Uh, 
Amata Salian is the largest city in the Feywild, but it does not compare to Constanos. So it's not as hard to navigate, especially with everything being organized very well into these tiered sections. Um, getting into sort of the shops, uh, the first thing you're going to notice is that there are a fuckload more magic shops and like potion shops and things that are a little rarer or harder to find outside of big cities in uh, Atlaren uh, mm. is just ubiquitous here because the Feywild is inherently extremely magical. Um, as for uh, the uh, Black Cascarilla, um, there are not Aurora Nightingales in the Feywild for the most part, other than pets. Um, so that's not really a material that's readily available. However, the other things that you would need, um, most of them are pretty easy to find. Um, and I was going to make the analog version, so... Well, one thing that you'll notice is that, um, as you ask around, like, different shops to see who's got what, uh, most of them... If they can't get something for you, they're like, would you like to replace that with Residuum? Fuck. I can use Residuum to replace potion components? Uh, some, yeah. Well, I have a bunch of Residuum, so I don't need that. Yeah, being that Black Cascarilla is inherently magical, um, mm -hmm. you would be able to replace, uh, I would say... Probably, let me double check the recipe. Uh, Matt Mercer gave me this idea. Hmm. Uh, the fuck is it? Okay. Uh, analog. Uh, you would be able to replace the... the corundum dust with uh with um residuum powder um okay and the panna if you want to but panna is so freaking everywhere that yeah you don't even need to um, so how much of the potion value does that stand for um god how much does the ruby portion cost because uh -huh. it's it's 50 gold per potion is what I have written down. Okay. So I wasn't sure if it counted for like 5 or 10 so, or something. Generally speaking, it's equivalent. So if you get the rest of these ingredients, you would probably need to trade in... Yeah, most of these other things are super easy to get. So I would say 45 gold. Of residuum? Of residuum, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I will absolutely mm -hmm. do that. Yep. Um, so can I get, for the rest of the supplies, can I get like 200 gold worth of the rest of the supplies? So that would give you 
If you get 200 gold worth of everything else, that would give you enough for 40 doses? Yeah, a lot of potions, yeah. yeah. Yes, you can. The rest of that okay. stuff is super easy. Coal powder, can't, coal powder uh, dried blood, eggshell powder, powdered feather, egg, egg yolk powder, and panna. Those are okay. all so easy to find. And while I'm out, can I also get 100 gold worth of the growth potion supplies? Yes. Okay, cool. That is all I needed. Perfect. And then I, I will go right back. <laughs> I'll go right back and I will start making the first batch of the black casserole. All right. Yeah. Uh, so fun fact, uh, when you do start to do that, um, you have residuum powder, right? Yep. I've got 900 yeah. gold worth of it. So when you start mixing up these potions, uh, the first thing you notice is that when you put together the black cascarilla analog, it looks very different. Um, the residuum is generally sort of like a turquoise color, whereas the uh, black cascarilla had flecks of like different aurora colors in it. Um, basically, you come away with a black powder full of like teal glitter. Um, okay. And when you start mixing it into the actual bloodstone formaldehyde, uh, the original potion is sort of dark with these bluish uh, glints in it, hence the name bloodstone formaldehyde. Uh, but when you mix them up this time, they are bright ass like materia green. Ooh. Yeah, and they glow a little bit. Okay. But it's I the will... same recipe other than that. Okay. As soon as it's done, I will take it to Magda because I know she's been missing it. So Yeah. And Magda, you will notice the stark uh, color difference as well. Uh, is this still... Yup. Good. Yep. Okay. What's wrong with it? Uh, I put residuum in it. Uh, meth of the what? magic world is <laughs> uh, rubbed on your teeth. Is it gonna make me sprout like legs out of my face or something like that? Like, I mean, I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, you never know. Someday, some things just happen. Okay. But let's put it this way: What choice do you have? You know what? Fair point. Uh, thank you. Uh huh. How many? Uh, how many? Is it just one, or is it? Yeah, I just made one. Uh, I will make you another one tomorrow. Okay. Thanks. Yep. I will report uh, if I start to feel my blood boil or something. Uh, okay. Uh, enjoy your legs, but... and. I'll just keep walking. Thank you. Enjoy your legs. Uh, what an out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm actually going to take it because I haven't, um, I don't think I had one last night, so I'm going to take it. Does anything weird happen to me? <laughs> I would like Roll you, a d20. Oh god. <laughs> to roll. High or low? No. <laughs> I would like you to roll a constitution check. Not a save. Okay. <laughs> it was a seven. <laughs> um, 
So uh, as you as you drink this, the first thing you notice um, after you like prepare it with your like drop of blood and everything, um, the teal color changes to this bright crimson once the blood is added, um, and it goes sort of clear, so you can you can see uh, not clear but uh, transparent, whereas previously it was opaque. And uh, as you drink it, you notice it burns a little bit. Um, and it makes your teeth feel a little, a little weird. Um, makes the teeth feel like marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a minute, for a minute, it does, in the words of Abria Iyengar, uh, it makes your teeth feel like they're turning into liquid for a hot second. But they're still there. Nothing, they're just extra shiny and clean now. Mm. Uh, but uh, giving it like a minute or two... It, it feels weird. Like, it kind of reminds you of back when you first started taking the bloodstone from aldehyde. Um, where it, it kind of it kind of burns on the way down. And then you almost feel this, like, cold sensation spread out from your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually it settles and you feel sort of back to normal. Yeah. I'm gonna look at all of my my parts and my bits. Did nothing. <laughs> all your parts and bits are fine. Okay. Even the dangly ones. Did you I say you can't hear that. me? No, no, I was I... muted. I'm trying to uh, not. I I don't want people to hear me slurping ramen. Um, no, I was mm. gonna say your left leg looks fine. Your right leg looks fine. Your other left leg looks great. <laughs> your other right yeah. leg looks fine too. Everything's great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. From one of the horrors from the forest. Uh, but yeah. What else? Okay. It's it for me. Okay, fine. I'll kick it off. Uh, All right. So while Noah and Magda are fucking around, uh, Fustruck, what are you What are you doing? Saving her life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just fucking around. So Fustruck has a couple of th- like i mean you know the sparring match with gwyn is is on his list mm-hmm. um he was also thinking about trying to talk to morrigan uh if she is around and available i mean you know where her office is well but that doesn't mean that she's there or available that's true uh you guys would have seen her earlier when she of course talked to you about uh getting a message from kenna um but after that she seems to have disappeared and you don't know where ross is so it's unclear yeah the office is probably the the best option yeah um going to check on it uh you would notice straight away that the the door the door doors which are closed um, are also locked. Uh, I I would knock on the door. Okay. Um, Ross was very uh, very uh, insistent about politeness. Gotcha. So uh, after a moment, uh, one of the two double doors opens, and uh, you see just through this like little crack you see like an eye peer through 
someone very short, like maybe four feet tall, just looking up at you, and you hear a little voice go, what? Pardon, um, I was wondering if Morgan might be in. What do you want? Well, I was hoping to speak with her. About what? I'm sorry, have we met? No. I hadn't thought so. Um, what do you want? I'm here with some friends, and yeah, we no. were speaking with her yesterday. <laughs> Just this little voice going, what the fuck do you want? Um, <laughs> it's like, okay. And why is that my problem? It's not. Okay, go away. And it closes the door. God, Zach just wants to reach through the door and choke that little thing. Um, <laughs> reminds me of the neighbor girl. Fucking children of the corn. Um, he's going to just kind of uh, take a moment. And then he's going to knock again. Okay. There's a little bit longer of a pause this time before it slowly cracks open again. You see that little that little blue eye looking up at you like, what do you want? I'm here to talk to Morgan. If you can let her know that I would like to speak with her, I would appreciate it. The door shuts and you hear little feet walk away. And uh, after probably about 20 seconds, the door swings open again, and you see Ross standing there in his, like, full black attire, uh, the red hair, like, slicked back. Uh, and he looks out at you. He's like, morning. Morning. Um, uh, you here to talk to Ma? If I can, <laughs> who was that uh, uh, small uh feller? Uh, let's just call him a pain in the ass and be done with it. So, uh, come in. Come yeah, in. yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Okay. Uh, but he swings the door open, and you realize there is not a hall or an office in here anymore. It's all changed. Um, as you step through the threshold of this door, uh, you see expanding out before you uh, this you don't know sort of where it ends and you don't know how there's sky above you, but you see a sort of wild, like somewhere between forest and garden in front of you. Um, it's, you see this uh, cobblestone path running along uh, that has all these different like flowers and wild like ferns growing along the edges and uh, in the center you'll see that there is a large raised stone plinth uh, with a round table at the center surrounded by uh, chairs and sitting in these different chairs is a vast variety of different types of people and creatures anything from teeny tiny little bitty fairies to satyrs, to fawns, to 
people who look kind of just human to Eladrin. Um, and then a few people who you've never seen the likes of them before. These sort of gaunt, tall, ugly, twisted looking creatures that many of them rival or exceed you in height. Um, and sitting in a chair that is completely like the rest of them, it's not like a throne or like a head of table chair, uh, is Morrigan uh, in her dark gown that you saw her wearing earlier. Uh, and she just seems to be presiding over this collection of people. And in among them, you do see a few people wearing like green kerchiefs um, who are clearly current or former crows who are double agents and whatnot. But uh, as you step in, you see uh, she looks up from this collection of like parchment and scrolls in front of her. And she says, Mr. Whiteborn, how can I help you? And all uh, eyes turn to look at you. So one, would I know what a Fomorian looks like? You have heard what they look like, but you have never seen one. But These looking twisted creatures that are like my height or taller, would I think that they're potentially Fomorians? I can already hear the suspicion in your voice, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you roll for it. You you have good reason to be suspicious, yeah. Okay. Um, I hope I'm not interrupting. I was hoping that we might have a word, but if you'd like, I can come back later. Um, and she looks around the table as all eyes turn back to her, and she says, um, if everyone will excuse me for a moment, and she picks herself up, you see Ross walks up next to her and, like, takes her arm, um, and, uh, she comes over, uh, once she's sort of steady, because you notice that she walks a little haltingly. Uh, she comes over to join your side, and uh, she actually takes your arm and leaves Ross, and she starts walking with you through this, like, forest garden. Um, and she says, what seems to be on your mind, dear? Well, uh, first, uh, I do apologize. I hope I didn't cut your uh, meeting short. It's, it's fine. It's a... Uh, fairly routine meeting, and they can get along by themselves fairly well. Um, also, your garden is quite beautiful. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I think most of the uh, credit belongs to Robin, though. He's, uh, he put this place together for me while I was recovering. He seems like a good boy. He is. A bit rough around the edges, but good. Um, so I, um, it's not too often that we, uh, come across a deity. I don't imagine so. Um, but I have spoken with LN a few times and given the uh, rarity I thought that it might be interesting to 
speak with you a little bit. We we don't get to hear a ton about you where I'm from. I don't imagine so. I've been gone for a long time. But it does seem like you're recovering quite well. I I hope that perhaps by the end of over the next year or two in your world, I should be back on my feet, at least enough to be useful. Oh, it seems like you're plenty useful. You have the respect of quite a few people. Those are old friends and uh, people who are loyal to me because their parents or grandparents were sort of the old guard, if you will. You know, um, you're probably the person I talked to the most since we got here. Uh, Christmas had me uh, quite worried about the uh, the Feywild. Awesome. Oh, just, you know, you help the wrong person, you know, you eat the wrong food, suddenly you're in indentured servitude or chained to a wall somewhere. Unfortunately, that does happen. Uh, it's not quite as common as you might be led to believe. Uh, but, you know, the, uh, the negative stories and the, uh, the bad press uh, get sensationalized. So that's all you ever hear about the Feywild. You don't hear about the good, wonderful things that happen here and the very kind people who will basically do the opposite of that, where if you show them a kindness, they will forever be happily in your debt. Speaking of kindness, you have been incredibly kind to us, allowing us to stay here. Um, I was wondering if there might be anything that we might be able to do in return. You all are already going to help me because our goals are aligned. But there is one particular goal that if I can influence you all that I would like to focus on. And uh, that would be resting control of your friend Lorcan from Sav. Even a very minor archfey like him is incredibly dangerous for the connections that Sav can use. And I have reason to believe that Sav has been masquerading as Lorcan to use those connections. You think that there's anything that we can do to prevent Sav from just taking him again? Some sort of mark or spell? I, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, you see, when, when Sav took him over the first time, he was in such a uh, vulnerable state that it would have been easy. The second time, however, that's the one I'm concerned about, because Lorcan was not, you know, particularly weakened, and he was already on uh, 
he was already known by Karth and by your friends and the possibly members of the Obsidian Collective as well. So I'm not sure what we could do to prevent it other than making Lorcan Sheolok no longer a viable tool for him. And that would entail essentially destroying his connections and getting him away from everyone that Salve can use against him. Yeah, I... I'm not the wisest when it comes to these kinds of things, and I've been more than a little worried that the only way around it might be to actually kill Lorcan. If there isn't someone there for Sav to take over, then um, Sav can't take it over. That may be potentially more dangerous for him because his soul will no longer be tethered to a form, and then Sav can take him at will. Well, that's good to know. I mean, you know, I tend it's... to do most of my thinking with my fists, so that's <laughs> led me there, but he is a friend, and I kind of would not like to do that to him. Oh, he's... He's a good boy. I've had the chance to meet him a couple of times. Uh, not for very long, but it's actually his uh, his family that I know a bit better. Um, sorry, I just realized I was still poisoned on my character sheet, so I removed yeah, it. Um, um Gwyn and I are going to have a sparring match up here in a little bit. Um, Ross was kind enough to direct us to an area that we might be able to stage it in. Um, if that is okay with you. Of course, I, I don't mind. Sharpen your skills how you like. I, uh, the only thing I will ask is... Ross, uh, sorry, Robin. She calls him Robin. It's her son. Um, uh, is um, try not to come and go from the break too often, and try not to draw attention to vocation, even though it is hidden. Uh, I still don't really care to have people sniffing around outside. Yeah, that is. A good point. I think that we were thinking about doing it inside. That's probably a good idea. There is a uh, there is a larger hall off to the east side that should suit you well. We can make that happen. I should really let you get back. Um, before I do, do you happen to have sunflowers in your garden? Do you? Why do you ask? They're kind of my favorite, and it's been a long time since I've seen them. And she's still holding onto your arm. She sort of tugs you off to one side and uh, leads you down uh, a path that, until this moment, you didn't realize was there. Um, and as she sort of weaves you through these trees, uh, 
there is uh, there's a spot where the trees open up to this large, almost perfectly circular clearing. And uh, in the center, you can see that uh, there is this large uh, standing stone that's covered in all kinds of runes and like sylvan language and uh, gathered all around it and just kind of growing wild, not planted in rows or anything, is just a whole bunch of sunflowers with, uh, with the uh, flower head sort of turned upward uh, as a sourceless sunlight comes down. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Uh, she lets go of your arm and she steps up to the edge of all of these flowers and she reaches out and sunflowers are big ass flowers that you normally need to like do a little work to like pick them. Uh, but she reaches out and touches one and it just plucks up so easily and she turns and offers it to you. I very much appreciate that. Of course. And uh, if you ever need a moment of peace or to think, you can always ask to visit the garden. Thank you. May I lead you back to your friends? And she smiles and says, we're already there. And as you turn and look, you realize the forest path behind you isn't there, but instead the plinth and the table and all the people just looking at you guys while they sort of talk to each other as if the distance has been compressed. So we are. Um, before I leave, um, do you like tea? and I will rummage in my bag and I will pull out um, some of the tea uh, that I was given by Roan um, and I will uh, I will give uh, Morgan some of it yeah, and I hear it's delightful and uh, as, as she takes it you can see her like just visually scanning through the actual mix. And she says, oh, this is lovely. I'll be sure to share some with Robert. And uh, she she steps up and she places a hand on your arm. And mind you, once again, Morgan is not one of those larger than life, like godly figures. She's like six feet tall. So she's shorter than Kenamek Ambrose, and she's not this ethereal being. But as she places her hand on your arm, there there's this constant aura of like cold and even less so for you now, but like to new people, like an aura of dread around her because she is the goddess of war of the Feywild. But there is a much more of a warmth now that you're used to her and have gotten to see that her personality is much more gentle and easygoing. And um, she says, I appreciate your kindness, Mr. Wildborn. It's not often that I meet new folks who treat me like a person instead of some entity to be feared. 
you are always welcome in the Hall of War, dear. Much appreciated, ma'am. And she nods and sends you off. Uh, real quick. Yeah. Because I didn't want to interrupt any of that. Um, would it be cool if, like, thirty seconds before the end of the end of that conversation, if Christmas was granted entrance into said room? <laughs> You're gonna get the same treatment where that little fucker sticks his his eye through the door. He's like, "What do you want?" Uh, I have no uh, idea who that guy is, but I want to punch him in the fucking face. I, I mean, I would do basically the same thing. I'd be like, "I am here to request an audience with the Lady Morrigan." Another one. What is it with you mortals and thinking you can just demand her time? And um, so if this is happening at the same time, uh, Fustrak, you will hear this happening. Uh, and what you see is a teeny tiny little like satyr, like maybe three feet tall, like a halfling satyr. Normal satyrs are oh like God. are like th- are like five to six feet tall. But this guy is like he's like Phil. Uh, he's just Danny DeVito. Basically, uh, Danny DeVito, but ruder. Uh, oh my god! And uh, you see his little goat butt, and he's got like a like a uh, a tunic on him, and uh, he's got weapons on him. But you see him like peeking through the crack in this door, yelling at somebody. And uh, Morgan leans around you and says, "No, we do not treat our guests this way. Open the door." And there's this sort of tilt to her head as she says, open the door that the little uh, satyr turns. He's like, "Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. And he opens up the door and there's Christmas. Uh, And Christmas, you see this vastly different from your garden, but still forested garden. Uh, And you see Morrigan standing with Fustrock and a table full of all of these different people and creatures all turning to stare at you. Well, I see you've redecorated. Uh, not redecorated. Uh, changed out to room. Wonderful. Oh, Fustrak, you're here. Uh, wonderful. Uh, I didn't want to just uh, take turns talking to Taylor one at a time. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, this is a joke. He doesn't actually say that out loud. Uh, the I am uh, going to move forward towards the Morrigan. And I won't, like, full kneel this time, but I'll just do, like, a little, like, head bow uh, towards her, because Ross said be polite. After I do that, I'm going to look. Is Ross here? Can I see his reaction? Is he yeah, happy? Yeah, you see, you see Ross, like, sitting in one of the chairs with, like, an elbow on the table, and when you bow, you see a little nod, like, yeah, that's fucking right. You better bow to my mom. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Ross is... Ross is uh, I think he's gathered that Fustrak is respectful in a different way. Yeah. I will take my leave and let Christmas chew your ear for a little bit. Uh, you can <laughs> stay if you want. I mean, do you need me here? I would like you here. Okay. Well, then I suppose another walk it is. Follow me, gentlemen. And she turns and uh, Fustrak, now that she turns around, the sunflower clearing is gone. Um, You see just a forested path winding away. 
I'm gonna smell the sunflower like really deeply, just like really taking it in. And then I'm going to uh take it and I'm gonna like like weave it into like my hair a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh so that it's like sticking up like over one ear and one horn. Cute. Yeah. Um I am going to while we are walking, I'm gonna reach into my pocket one of my bigger pockets and I'm going to Ross shoots you immediately because he's the secret service. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, uh, I'm going to pull out what I imagine is in here is the first book that Reginald ever wrote about Christmas. And I'm going to hand that to the Morrigan. And she reaches out and takes it and sort of flips it over looking, looking over what, what, what it's it look just like? these it's, it's just like, it's just a it, basically just a bound pad of paper that just like written in like terrible because he probably wrote this when he was like six. Yeah. Um, so like there's spelling errors and like backwards letters some places. It's like the it's like the fantasy version of that like that like folder that you have from like first grade that's just got like stickers and random shit all over it and like drawings yeah. you don't remember that's uh, shit. but the actual stories that are in there are like there's a just like an intrinsic knowledge of like the fae to them and this like larger than life hero named christmas fortune mayor Mm-hmm. Who, uh, oh, like you just pulled a Flynn Rider, the friends, yeah. like fey creatures and whatnot, and it is just like the most innocent, like, adaption of like a comic book meant for children of uh, this character, Christmas. Um, nobody else gathered this over time, no, I think um, it was barely mentioned once, yeah. I, I've known basically since he created the character, so I've just been enjoying the fuck out of knowing where Christmas came from. There Christmas is, is just Reginald's fursona. Yeah. There yeah. is um there <laughs> is Lark character. At the very end of it. <laughs> and this would actually be written in the back of every single one of Christmas's journals that he that he well storybooks that he wrote there is a poem and i did not make this poem but it is public domain uh there's a a stanza that he puts at the end of it it says come away oh human child to the waters in the wild with a fairy hand in hand for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand um and after the morgan has like looked over that for a while um Ben, you wrote a poem once. Yeah, no, I didn't. What? I didn't even react. You're shaking your head. Oh, that's fine. That's because I thought it was good. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That's the vibe I got from the from the head shake too. Okay, my bad. Uh, my bad. Christmas is just gonna be like. Uh, I've I've loved this place since before I was ever here, and. Uh, this whole thing with Sav, this whole thing with Tristan, it just makes me think that uh, well, there's there was another uh, story I, I wrote one time when I, when I dabbled in poetry myself uh, and it ends uh, whether you're lost sorry, whether you've lost or found your way all roads lead here to the Fae 
And I just I can't help but think that whatever Sav's plan is, whatever it amounts to, him having control of the Feywild is, if not the most important part of it, a very important part of it. And I... The, the Seely Court does not pay much mind to your Court of Reckoning. And they should. And if you'll have me, I do not just want to be your ally. I would like to be a part of this court. I would not be abandoning what I assume is my friend, Varanestra, and I, I do derive some of my power from her. She may see this as an abandonment, if anything, it is me doing my duty to protect her because the Sealy Cord is just as important a part of the Feywild as, as you, as the tree, as all these creatures. And uh, if you'll have me, it would be an honor for me to defend my home alongside you. New patron. <laughs> nope, not a new patron. Uh, she Christmas has taken a second warlock pact. <laughs> <laughs> yep. she, she pauses. She actually stops for a moment uh, in the midst of you explaining all of this, like sort of lost in thought. And she says, "Mr. Fortune Mirror, you, I." I'm not sure you know what you're asking. Being a part of a court is not just a pact of goodwill or an alliance. It is it is a dedication. It is as if you would be joining an order. And if you were to do so, you would lose your connection to Varanestra. Here in the Feywild, most people are not part of a court, but those who are can only be a part of one. Because our different abilities and boons do not play well together. If you were to choose the Court of Reckoning, you would lose anything to do with the Seely Court. Now, question, Taylor. Yeah. Would I essentially be replacing my patron of Varanestra with the Morrigan then? Yeah. I'm assuming. Okay, perfect. Um, My friendship with Varanestra is more important to me than the power that I derive from her. I can respect that. But I wonder if she won't see this as a betrayal. And you will lose more than just the power. 
Sometimes knowing that someone's alive and well is better than having them in your life. If it means saving the Feywild and it means saving her, I wouldn't even hesitate. Did not expect to hear that from one of you. You all struck me as people who would prefer to be, well, with the exception of Mr. Wildborn, people who would prefer to remain free and uh, unattached. But let me be very clear that responsibilities come with the Court of Reckoning. And you may find sometimes you will be put up against people that you would rather not fight because they do not stand with the ideals of my court. I try my best not to fight with the Seely court or even the Unseely if I can help it, but there will be times where we may have disagreements with the Guild of the Gate or have to defend our side of the Round Gate from other realms. Is that something you're prepared to do? The people that I care about are here with me now. And if Magda or Noah or Gwyn or Sala or even you, Fustrock, if one of you... Uh, one of them's not here, but... If any of them ever stood in my way, then... Well, something terrible would have needed to happen, and uh, I would have needed to make some sort of grave mistake. Because I can't imagine that any of them would fault me for defending my home and the people I love. Well, in that case, um, I need to prepare a few things, but... Allow me to preemptively welcome you to the Court of Reckoning. Thank you. I will I will have, being that you have a, a pre-existing relationship with him, Robin will help you as needed, uh, something of a handler or mentor, if you will. But uh, I have a few things to sort out uh, in order to actually induct you. So it may take me day or two to be ready that's fair but um be prepared for the consequences of cutting your connection with the Sealy court because the moment it happens Veronestra is going to know and uh she she takes a second to put a hand on your shoulder and sort of pat it and says well, gentlemen, um, I have uh, a bit to do. Is there anything else I can help you with before I head off? Um, there is one thing. Yes. Uh, 
I could use a horse. Horse? Yeah. Wait a minute. May I have that book, please, that I just gave you? Yeah, and she offers it back out to you. Wonderful. I take it back, and I just, like, start flipping through the pages, and I go to a spot. He puts it away. He pulls out a different book. This isn't one that he wrote. This is just a storybook about fake creatures. Mm -hmm. He starts flipping through it, finds a page. He starts walking back towards the door mm -hmm. and goes, It's not a story. It's a spell. Closes the book, puts it in his pocket, and just storms out of the room, looking incredibly excited. Uh, and Christmas <laughs> is going to go to his room. Uh Morgan just kind of watches him go and is like, all right. He does that sometimes. The door opens back up. I don't need a horse anymore. I don't need a horse anymore. Closes I the door. That, Mr. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, uh, uh, Foostruck, you'll see like Ross, like, kind of walk up to the door and like peek out looking kind of confused and Morgan she's like let him go darling he's on a mission um, and she turns back to you and says is there anything else I can do for you Mr. Whiteboard uh, no I don't I mean after that exit I don't suppose so um, <laughs> I will leave you to your friends All right. well I suppose we'll be seeing quite a bit more of each other in the future now that this little arrangement has been made. Yeah, uh, Ross is going to really enjoy that. I, I kind of want to see his reaction. He's <laughs> going to be intrigued, but not happy. Yep, yep, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, um, and she uh, she calls over. She's like, "Robin, darling, will you uh, will you open up the door for Mister Wildborn?" And uh, Ross like opens the doors up for you, and she looks at you. Before I leave, um, I have a uh, conduit by which I can uh, reach out to LM once a month. Um. The next time I speak with her, is there anything that you would uh, like me to convey with her? I'm not sure how your relationship is with her. I'm sorry, can you repeat that one more time? Zach, distract me. Oh. <laughs> um, I have a conduit by which I can speak with Ellen once a month. Yes. Um, I'm not sure how your relationship may or may not have been with her, but Next time I speak with her, is there anything that you would like me to to say? Well, to to give you some context, um, Senna was the closest thing I've ever had to family, other than Robin, of course. Practically my sister before the dissolution and my death and hers. So... And then I also consider family. I think if you speak with her again, 
I don't know if she knows that I'm on my way back, but just let her know I'm on the way. Absolutely, I can do that for you. And, uh, I think it would be nice to perhaps speak with them again someday soon, even if it's only through avatars through the Demiware. But I have a lot to catch up on in Atlaren, and honestly still here in the Feywild as well, but it'll be nice to see the Reapers and the Titans again once I'm ready. Be like a little reunion. Yes. I'm particularly excited to see uh, Huron and Firin again. They were always rather entertaining. Yeah, Firin is uh, interesting. I've heard you came into contact with him. Yeah, well, I I ain't seen him like I, there was a goose wandering around at one that, point. Yes, and, that that is Firin. Yeah, he was wearing a bow tie. It was actually kind of adorable definitely sounds like them. Uh, but uh, if you don't mind, I have a lot of work to get started. And uh, I do believe your uh, Geary friend is waiting to, in her words, kick your ass. So, best get off to well, do that. We'll see if that happens. I, uh, I came up with an idea last night and I'm interested to try it out today. Well, good luck. And um, if anything goes terribly wrong, uh, Robin can help you out. But I imagine you two get along just fine. Oh, I'm sure. You have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care, Mr. Wildmore. All right. I will take my leave. Okay. Uh, one second. I gotta get. I gotta get Koopa's new stuff. Uh. Spells. Uh, yeah. I see it. I see it. Oh, Never you mind. found it? I good, found good, it. Good, 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 good. Yeah, new spell. Uh, enjoy that. Enjoy that reflavored hellish rebuke. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Foostrock, you head out and um, the doors close behind you. Uh, and uh, our, let's let's just roll into Gwyn and Foostrock's little sparring match because I want to see what happens. Uh, so you will find Gwyn. Uh, she's been kind of exploring the break to see how different it is from what she remembers. Um and uh, when you come back out, she's sort of waiting for you, standing, uh, like leaning against the wall with her arms crossed, uh, just waiting. Morgan says that there is a uh, hall to the east uh, that would likely be ideal. Yeah, I found it. Awesome, so, shall we? Uh, I mean, are you ready to get your ass kicked all over this damn place? You know, you and Morgan both keep saying ass kicked and like <laughs> I I'm standing here and he like looks back and he's like, My my ass is currently unkicked. Well let's go fix them. 
Um, like as they're as they're walking, he just like like shoulder bumps her just like playfully because it's a sparring <laughs> match. Like like yeah. he he wants to do it because he's curious, but also like they're friends. Yeah, when you say shoulder bump, you have to like elbow bump her because she's like three feet taller than you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. For now, yes. she is. <laughs> yes, true. To save time, uh, and also because I do not want to miss this, uh, despite how excited Christmas is, he's not missing the sparring match. Uh-huh. So he will be on the sideline watching with like a storybook out and like his like piece of soap, and he's like he's he's doing some weird magic shit while he's watching, um, just because it takes a while to cast a spell. Yeah. Uh, Noah and Magda, you guys would be aware that you would hear, like, the commotion start as other people in the court are like, oh, shit, there's going to be a fight. Let's go watch it. Um, Um, I'm going to run up to Fustrak before they do fight, uh, and I'm going to push a potion in his hand. Oh, we're like, here you go. You know, just (laughs) even the odds. Oh, her, everybody uh, assumes Gwen is the stronger one. Is this is this one of the the growth potions? Uh huh. Okay, I should uh, also. So I'm gonna put it into my pack, uh, but I will also mention to uh, to Noah. I only have one healing potion. Oh, I will give you another healing potion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I realized that last session. I was like, oh fuck. Uh, yeah, you can have you can have that one. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I am, I am, I am ready to go. I have a, I have some new tricks after that level up. All right, let me prepare a map for you. Yeah, let's do this shit. Uh, I got one. I got one ready. Uh. When? Just uh, a completely non-related thing. Have you ever been trying to name a book and you come up with the name of the sequel, but you can't come up with the name of the one yes. you're writing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Annoyed before. is all I have to say. Yeah. Get Walter and Sala in here. They're not going to miss this. Uh... Um, the scooch guys over. So, um, the hall isn't quite this big, but we're going to use this anyway because it's a repurposed map. Uh, and, uh, imagine that there's a big old crowd of people around, but basically, um, Anybody who's watching will be up against the walls on either side. Either side, uh, and uh, you guys are fighting in the center. So y'all might need to zoom in a little bit to look in on the space. Some of the lines are hard to see. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's fine. Uh. Sorry, that was bitchy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, you guys head across the, the break uh, 
to this wide open long hall that honestly looks like it was probably used for this purpose occasionally. Uh, you do see that there's like damage to the floor and walls and like some char marks occasionally. And there are like weapon and armor stores in here uh, and a couple dummies that are sort of shoved into a corner. Uh, but for the most part, it's an open space. Uh, and you see when you get there that there's a few people uh, like they've got archery targets set up and they're practicing. But when you guys step in, they already seem to know that you guys are going to be fighting. So they like grab their stuff and move it. Uh, and you guys are left with a nice open space. Uh, as uh, Sala and Walter catch up with you guys as well, uh, Walter just goes and kind of stands near Noah and Magda he's an awkward potato whereas Sala uh, goes and sits by Christmas she doesn't say anything but she just kind of watches what he's up to uh, Gwen steps out into the middle of the floor uh, pulling out her little uh, glaive thing and extending the staff um, and uh, she sort of sets it uh, next to her and turns to face you uh, when when she pulls out her glaive, I summon the lady's favor. Hell yeah. Uh, a load of people who are watching from the sidelines, you hear like the ooze and ahs of like, oh, a disappearing weapon. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, just for for context, um, the, the hall you're in is entirely made of like worked stone uh, with an arched uh, ceiling with like uh, wooden supports here and there. It's a pretty plain hall. Um, but one thing you'll notice about the entirety of the break is that the whole thing is very well lit despite being underground. And it seems to be both sourceless light and uh, with a combination of these blue torch sconces along the walls. It's it's almost like there's an overhead light coming down, but you see nothing on the ceiling. All right. All right. So, if you will, sir, roll an initiative thingy. Oh, fuck. God, it's like yesterday all over again. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a six. Right. Gwen has crazy uh, initiative because she's a samurai fighter. Uh, pull up a character she's going to Ruroni Kenshin you so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also off to the side just going, kick his ass, baby. Oh, wait. No, she doesn't have crazy initiative. I'm thinking of somebody else. That's still a 19. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she just sort of grins to herself when she when she hears you, and she's like, oh, don't worry, I oh. will. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she goes first. So, let me re-familiarize myself with what Gwen can even do. Because <laughs> she's a fighter, and I don't play fighters very often. Um, she is going to come in for her first attack, uh, brandishing the glaive. Uh, that's going to be A. God damn it, what is it? 
Uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Definitely that's not great. raging yet. That's great. Um, hold on. She has Savage Attacker. What does that give her? Advantage. Uh, no. When you roll damage for a we- melee weapon attack, you can re-roll the weapon's damage die and use either total. So she's going to use What am I thinking of? You're thinking... Reckless attack. Reckless. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 11 slashing damage to start. And then she has her extra attack. That's going to be another 23. Uh, and that's going to be uh, 12 slashing damage. Okay. Uh, and then, because this is a sparring match and she's not trying to pace herself, she's going to use her action surge right now. So. Uh, that'll be a... Yeah, that's going to be a uh, twenty-two to hit, and yeah, a, and an unnatural twenty to hit. Our dog is going ape shit upstairs, and I don't know why. It's squirrel. Uh, and no, it's definitely not a squirrel. Those two attacks together are going to be twenty-five slashing damage. All right. Uh. And that's the end of her turn. So basically, because uh, you guys haven't really gotten many chances to see Gwen fight, uh, as she sets into Fustrak with this glaive, it is just a flurry of constant, like, circular motion. Because um, this is a one-sided blade. So it's very, like, it's very lightsaber-esque, like, constant motion. There's no drop in momentum. Uh, and she gets off four attacks in basically the blink of an eye. Uh, but uh, it's it's your turn. Uh, so uh, I'm going to rage mm-hmm. uh, to start. And uh, so that's my bonus action. Mm-hmm. God, the biggest thing that I'm trying to decide is do I want to use another bonus action move and then action surge, uh, or do I want to be able to attack twice? Well, or attack four times. Um, actually, yeah. So uh, I am then uh, going to use another bonus action to Giant's Might. Mm-hmm. You, uh, to become large. Wait, I'm no, going to use. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use Giant's Might bonus action as an action. Not how that works, buddy. We before had it where you could use something for a bonus action Wait, as an on. action instead. Hold on, let me check my house rules. I think you might be right. So if that rule has changed. I think, I think no. I think, you're I think right. you're right. Hold on. Hold mm. on. 
I feel like we've done that before. Everybody stop. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yes, because a bonus action is something lesser than an action. I allow the use of two bonus actions, but that's my house rule. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking action surge to try and beat some ass. Uh, cool. to give me two attacks. Where the fuck is... Where's the thing? There it is. There's action surge. I want to make sure I checked it off so I don't try and use it again later. Um, and so for the first one, uh, that is a 23 to hit. That'll hit. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be... 16 plus... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be 22 damage for one hit. Okay. Uh, and then for my second attack with the action surge, uh, that is another 23. All right. And then that's going to be... Plus... Uh, 18 more damage. All right. Yeah. So you uh, you come at Gwen with uh, with your hammer, and Gwen is a bit, even though she's primarily like a strength fighter, um, she is still pretty like she's still pretty zippy for her her size, and she does manage to like like get the glaive in between her and the hammer, but she's still taking these hits. Um, but she uh, she doesn't she doesn't stagger too much. She's still going pretty strong. I'm um, taller than her now because of the giant's might. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, she's not used to that feeling. She's like looking up at you, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, um, just because this doesn't take a bonus action, I can just add this on to an attack. Uh, I'm going to invoke my fire rune. Uh, so she's going to take an additional 2d6 damage. Is there a save? Uh, there is, but after the damage. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be another 8 damage. Um, and then she needs to make a strength saving throw. Okay. She is... Strength saving throw. She's got a good one. Uh, that'll be 19. Yep, yeah, she's able to uh, to break the fiery shackles. Yeah, they come up and start wrapping around her, but she just handily just kind of steps out of them and they shatter. Um, anything else? Uh, no, that is that is it. That is my turn. All right, she is going to use her fighting spirit ability as a bonus action, which gives her ten temporary hit points uh, and she gives herself advantage. And gives herself advantage on weapon attack rolls until the end of her current turn. Uh, so she's going she's to slash you. That's such uh, a busted that's... fighter ability. What? Fighting spirit? It's great. No, like in the best way, though. That shit is busted. Just yeah. I have advantage on all my attacks. Uh, so one of those is a natural 20. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, 
that's going to be 25 uh, slashing damage for that one. Cut in half makes it 12. Yep. That's another natural 20. Fuck yeah. I've, I wish that I could invoke the cloud rune on these. But I can't because there's no other creature for her to attack. Use savage attack with feet. That's I mean, another there 25 are, damage. Another 25? Yep. Um. All right. Uh, she is also... Nope, she can't do that. That's bonus action. Uh, nope, that's the end of her turn. Alright. Um, so, let me look over a couple of... One of the new things I got really quick. Um... So, as a... You know what? No, I'm not going to do that yet. I'm going to save it. Um, so, first up, attack. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be a 25. Yeah. That's plus... So, that's 19 damage for my first attack. Uh, 21 to hit. Okay. And then that's going to be... Ah, oh, boo! Alright, so that's 18 damage. Um, and then... Um, can't use that, can't use that, but, um, so I'm going to use something new. Okay. Um, so Gwen probably didn't notice this, but on one of, uh, Fustruck's, like, leather wrappings there's a new symbol carved in mm -hmm. uh and that symbol is going to glow like this blue white and all of the fur on his body is going to turn like a dark gray color and there's just these little flashes on the inside of it and his eyes glow and crackle with electricity as he invokes his storm rune uh, basically, until this state ends, whenever I uh, see her make an attack roll, uh, saving throw, or ability check, I can use my uh, reaction to cause her to have disadvantage. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's going to be my turn. All right. Uh, starting her, she's once again going to launch Fighting Spirit, because she needs it. <laughs> uh <laughs> And uh, she's a fighter. All she does is hit people. Um, so are you imposing disadvantage? 
Um, let's see here. Uh, so I can do it for any attack roll. It doesn't say that I need to know before the outcome because it's a prophetic state. Okay. Um, so it basically, I could know the outcome of the roll before I impose the disadvantage. Uh, so with, well, cause I'm rolling with advantage here. So I'm not sure. Oh how yeah, that makes all... sense. Uh, yeah, I will impose disadvantage. All right. So that makes it normal. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah, that just barely hits. Then how many, can you do that for the whole turn or just one? Oh, I can do that uh, for one minute, but it's a reaction, so I can only do it to one attack. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah. roll the second one. Uh, that's uh, 28 to hit. Holy fuck. Um, yeah. I wish she had that ability that lets her crit on a on a nineteen. Yeah, it's a handy one. Um, all right, so thank. So those put together are going to be twenty slashing damage, and halved to ten. Sorry, I just lost my foostrock sheet. All of a sudden, it just said, "Oops, sorry." You don't have anything anymore. D and D Beyond, not a I sponsor. I still see it. It's it's no, not D and D Beyond. My, my, no, I like all of a sudden it just went blank on me. Nothing else did. Yeah, the I mean I can still see your sheet. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just it blanked out on my screen. Okay. Um, so let's see here. Boom. Damage. All right. And then it's my turn again. This is the most boring fight. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hitting each Nin- other. That's all that's happening. I mean, Would you 19? like it to be more exciting? Uh, 19 will hit, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be 19 damage for my first attack. And then... I forgot how to math. Mm. One plus one equals two. That's not helping. That's an unnatural wow. 20. Okay. Uh, and then... 14, 16... Plus uh, 17 more damage. Okay. Gwen is and, not looking great. And sorry, I'm going to double check here just to see if there's anything else that I can hack. Oh, he has a bonus action. Um, oh, I should probably check off my storm rune because I've invoked it. Uh, I will, as my bonus action, I will use second wind and hopefully not roll a fucking one again. Because that's all I ever do on this, is roll a one. Ooh, hey, I get back, uh... How many was that? I want to say it's... Cool, I get back 16 hit points. Nice. 
I hate barbarians. <laughs> so hard to fight. Uh, also, I realize I realize that you and Gwen are like exact opposites of each other. Like you're you have fire resistance, she has cold resistance. And you guys have very different fighting styles and different different styles of weapons and all this other shit. It's great. It's very nice. Okay, um, so Gwen is kind of on her last leg here, and she knows it. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a moment where uh, Magda, you'll see her like she's struggling at this point, and she's not happy about it because normally. At least previously for her, she was the 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 muscle. She was the tank, and now that she's come up against a stronger tank, she's like motherfucker. Um, so uh, she is going to. I mean, that's not going to help her. So I'm not going to do that. I'm uh, going to use the last use of uh, fighting spirit. I'll impose disadvantage. <laughs> Uh, that's still going to be uh, 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Can't second, blame the guy for trying. <laughs> second attack. That's a natural 20. All right. Uh, so first attack damage is 13 slashing. Then second okay. attack damage is... 22 slashing damage. Oh, man. My, uh, my thing got, uh, removed now. My, my, uh, my healing that I did. My second wind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, your thing. Yeah. Yep. But that's all she can do. Thoughts so as prayers. she... As she finishes these, like, last two, like, last-ditch attacks, she realizes she's not going to win. But to her credit, Gwen, like, sees sees this, and she, like, steals herself, and she just looks at you. She's like, come on, finish it. Very, like, I'm not going to win, but I'm going to go down fighting anyway. Uh, Fustrak will not just stop just because of the her reaction mm -hmm. because it would be disrespectful and dishonorable when Thank she's you. literally telling him to continue mm -hmm. um so uh yeah i will uh hit her again yeah um, two warriors from cultures that don't quit yeah uh so the first attack is a nat one cool oh, that's not gonna cut I don't know uh, if you these, knew that. Yeah, I, I know. Okay, uh, the second attack... <laughs> whew, the second attack, on the other hand, is a 26. Yeah, yeah. Gwen doesn't have a great um, armor class. Ever since uh, she lost her cool four, suit of armor. Alright, so that is 20 damage. Uh, and then as my bonus action, I'm going to hammering horns okay. and she would need to make a strength saving throw. I mean, she's, she's down either way, but let's see if she can, 
Let's see if she can resist the final insult. I, she she wants she wants to go down in the blaze of glory. I get it. <laughs> uh, that'll be a fail, but let me see if Indomitable will save her. Just oh. so you know, it's a DC 17 strength check. Don't kill my girlfriend. For strength saving throw. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she gets uh, thrown back uh, 10 feet. I kind of like it better this way. But yeah, so with the after her final attack, she like steals herself and like like leans into when you come to smash her the final time. And you all watch as Gwen just goes sailing across the room and sort of like rolls to a halt and just doesn't get up. And her glaive goes uh, skittering across the floor. Uh, I will dismiss the lady's favor and pull out the healing potion and go over and give it to her. Yeah, I assume this is all non-lethal anyway. Oh, but I oh, yeah. see. I see you do that. And I immediately, I'm just like, ah, no, 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 don't waste <laughs> that. I just made it. Um, and I will... don't waste it on her friend. Well, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of people here. Like, I will yeah. just cast Healing Word on her. Okay. That's uh, fair. So she can have 10 hit points back. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so Gwen, like, rolls to a halt, and Noah casts Healing Word, and she very slowly, like, pushes herself up. Oh, I help her up. She she doesn't get up. She just kind of sits up for a second, and it's just like you can see her head spinning practically. It's just like, fuck. I need more training. I mean, admittedly, like a week ago, you were drugged and bound in a train car. Yeah, that was only like a week ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, it feels like it's been way longer. We've been like we're busy months. people. Huh. I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna and she just lays back down and like puts her face on the cold floor. <laughs> Is she like uh, near a wall? Uh, yeah, she probably would have rolled to a stop near a wall. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll like lean up against the wall and just like slide down and like sit next to her and be like, but it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And I still have the sunflower on my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little blood on it, but yeah. Yeah. I run over too and make sure that she's okay. I mean, she just got crushed by a hammer like ten times. Yeah. But for Gwen, yeah, she's okay. <laughs> maybe like, maybe a lot of broken bones, but you know. I look at Foostrock, I'm like, you could have you could have like held back a little bit. No, she told no. me not to. Absolutely not. And she like looks at Fustrak, who's covered in like, like you can't see bruises through his fur, but he's been cut up a lot because she uses a slashing weapon. And she just sort of like lifts a, a hand and like, like very lightly punches his shoulders. Like I, I gave almost as good as I got, but I'm not good enough yet. And I just, I just pat her on the shoulder and smile. Yeah, and she just lays her head back down. Uh, Christmas, it, like, has just been, like, mumbling in Sylvan and, like, drawing Sylvan runes, like, 
in the stonework around here and like clearing away <gasps> dirt on some of it to like put the runes in. Uh, but he will quit mumbling for just a minute just to pipe up and be like, you know, if you really wanted it to be a fair fight, you would use equal weapons. Just a thought. Shut up, Chris. I mean, I ain't got nothing like that. Next time we could do just fists. Yeah, let's schedule that for like a month from now. Yeah, I'll give you some time to heal up. Wind just passes out. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. She had 110 hit points and he took her down in like three rounds. Oh yeah, God, uh, I, I have 129, and she got me down to 46. Yeah, even rage. if I hadn't, yeah, and even if I hadn't used the second wind, I still would have 30 hit points. Jeez. Yeah, Barbarians I'm a sturdy broke. boy. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking that maybe, maybe Gwen might start looking into another like to a multi-class to round out her abilities and i also realized she's still only level 10 uh so you know, honestly she'd enough. be she'd be dope as hell as a paladin Ooh. oh hell yeah well, let me think about that for a while i gotta figure out how to smite someone into the ground I, yeah i mean <laughs> an early Taylor, Taylor, if you want, I did homebrew an Oath of the Storm Paladin uh, that I would be happy to let you use for good. <laughs> it looks so excited. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> uh, she doesn't get Divine Smite until the second level of Paladin, but um... <laughs> the extra healing, the access to spells, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Smites. Uh, some milk. Water. I need <laughs> I need some water. Noah, what do you have? I'm uh, sure I have water on me somewhere. You you feel Sala tap your shoulder and she just hands you a water skin. Wonderful. I got thank blood. You. I love that you guys turn to me for the most <laughs> mundane fucking ingredients ever. Yeah. You're not the <laughs> I literally make health potions. You're like, y'all got water? Yeah. Uh, got some of that clear juice? Christmas has clear been, juice. like, scraping dirt, like, off the stones and, like, out from in between the stones into, like, a little pile, and he just pours the water on top of the dirt. And then I'll just hand the empty flask back to Sala. Castles. Yep. Yep. And now now I have this, like, mud in front of me, right? So he takes his hand and just puts it in the mud. Uh, he does not wipe it on his face Caleb style. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, but he will, he'll open up the, the, the book that he's working on. Um, and everything he's been saying so far has been in Sylvan, but this is going to be in common. Um... Because I figure at this point, with them like warming up and getting over here and whatnot, ten minutes is probably passed. Uh, so, uh, you guys are going to hear him say, "Whoever's paying attention," because I'm sure m more people are paying attention to Gwyn and Fustrock. Um, he'll say, uh, "Hear me, friends, for the years are fleet. Soon I'll leave the noise and street for the silent, uncompanioned way." Where the inn is cold and the night is gray, but noon is warm and the world is still, where the Kelpie riders have their will. And he'll take his handful of mud 
smack his hand down on on top of the open book and you'll watch as like like pond water just comes out of the book and starts forming something that would be very familiar to Noah uh, as our good old friend the Kelpie uh, from uh, where we uh, the one that we that kicked Noah in the dick a whole bunch of times yeah uh, so this majestic black horse with uh sort of like this like greenish shine to it almost even though there's not much light down here um comes out its eyes are again just like solid black but in the right light they do that like cat thing where there's just like this reflective glare to them uh and also like in the right light like out of the corner of your eye it almost looks like instead of just like a horse's face you can see it's almost like it goes like partially translucent and you like see the skeleton of the horse inside it uh every so often and it's just standing now in front of christmas uh and he's just got his hands up and he's just like fuck yes (laughs) did he tell us he was Uh, doing this nope uh, cool. So, Trauma response. Do I notice this? <laughs> it would yeah. be impossible not to. Yeah, okay. as this gigantic so, um, black horse. How much HP does this horse have? I'm not telling know. you. Uh, cool. So Noah's immediately like full, PT- full PTSD is like, fuck! And just immediately <laughs> fires a bullet into this horse. Okay. Uh, has the horse made a move yet? No. No. Cool, I can advantage. That's a natural 20. Wonderful. Um, I am going to, as a reaction to seeing you fire at it, because I was anticipating that you would, uh, I'm going to cast Silvery Barbs. You need to re-roll again and use the lower roll. Okay. (laughs) It's another Um, That's still going to be a 17 to hit cool yep. i just didn't want you to kill it all in one shot uh, it's okay if i so... hit it's still critical because it's assassinate that's true um, wonderful yeah. uh so... so that hits <laughs> um, okay. for 10 glorious seconds features. christmas has his horse <laughs> like, no! like kill it um <laughs> You have, advantage, you have advantage on attack rolls, and any hit you score against the creature is a surprise, is a critical hit. Cool. Cool, cool. Actions. So, my pistol is going to be... I don't even think it's just surprised. I think it's just if it hasn't gone in initiative yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it Assassinate is. Assassinate is stupid, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, attack. Let me check. How many sneak attacks do I get? Joyce cool. rogue cool. with a gun. That's going to be 7 plus 8 is 15 times 2 uh, is 30 plus 6. So 36 points of piercing damage. Wonderful. So it appears and Christmas is just joyous. You fire and shoot it and I imagine you hit it right between the eyes. Yep. And it just vanishes into mist. Uh, I immediately, I'm just like... It vanishes into fog and like the entire form like poofs but there's also like all the water just drops to the floor and starts seeping outward i will also add that when he made that shot like it was 
I don't know if he like curved the bullet or something, but I feel like it was just one of these and like fired it and still hit it at the same time. Curving a bullet is not possible. Christmas is still Christmas is still like hands up in the air, just like so excited, and then this happens and he just turns and looks at you. (laughs) Doa is probably like shaking slightly with the gun still in his hands, like who who let that in here? I mean, given the fancy words that uh, <laughs> that Christmas just said, I think him. No, I was watching them fight, and then all of a sudden one of those damn horses is back here Do again. you know how hard it is to cast that spell? That was... <sighs> wait, that was a spell? Yeah. Is that when... Gonna, Warn me next time. Um, yeah, it... Is that one going to kill us, like the last one? No, I control it. Noah, if you thought that horse didn't like you before, it's really not going to like you now. You technically killed it last time, my guy. I'm just summoning its spirit. Oh. Is it still angry? Do you want me to cast it again and we can find out? I mean, you can. Okay. Now that I know, I will try not to shoot it this time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I will take the next ten minutes to cast that fourth level spell again. <laughs> oh my god, it's a fourth level oh slot. You know what's it's funny, always... though? I literally knew it was going to happen. I <laughs> knew that was going to happen. I just, I just uh, love this image of like this really... like intense like ritual of a spell and she appears and <laughs> gone yep yep oh god next time i'm uh, gonna roll for its hit points instead of just going with the average uh what was, what's the average 30 oh okay <laughs> oh i didn't even get to use my bonus action and eh, never mind Sinead has a special uh a special sheet hmm Yep. I mean, she dead. She, yep. She angry now. <laughs> she angrier. Oh, well. She very pissed. The angry dead. <sighs> All right. Coming to you this fall on the Sci-Fi Channel. Shanae. Uh-huh. Yep. That's why we named her that. Yeah, that's why Ben named her that. Yeah, yeah. Because I what I can't remember what her name was to begin with. It was something it was stupid. Like, yeah, it was something boring. Yeah, and so then I was like, Neil. no, no, wait, Sinead. Yeah, Sinead. Sang. You know, Ash. What? Because I was definitely the one who named her. No, <laughs> ben named her. Oh God, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, no, I named I her. Thought. Yeah. Uh, what adds to the the hilarity of the whole situation is that it literally is Ben's old horse. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just continue to murder this animal in yeah. more horrific ways. Abandoned, yep. shot, evaporated after being shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. What's fun is it doesn't always have to be a Kelpie, but it will always look like a Kelpie. Hmm. So are you resummoning your horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would take ten additional minutes and another fourth level spell slot to resummon my horse. Yeah. So with a 
possibly slightly less enthusiastic buildup. <laughs> Christmas summons forth the uh, gigantic Kelpie that is Sinead, who, uh, if I remember correctly, was originally a Shire horse. So she's big. She big. Uh, she big. But uh, as as she Talk. emerges from uh, this sort of welling up of water and fog, um, you can hear the hooves like touch down on the floor, and immediately the head swings around to stare at Noah with these burning greenish eyes. I still have my hand on my gun, but it is put away. Just look at her and like. There's a little, like, snort of steam, and she mm. turns her head away from you dismissively and looks back at Christmas. I pat her on the neck, and I'm just like, it's okay. He's got a whole fucking demon lord pissed at him. Whatever that thing does to him is probably going to be way worse than anything we can do. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kill him. That's Noah's arc right there. Noah becomes lord <laughs> of arc. one of the... Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Noah's, yeah. Arc. Noah's arc. Noah's <laughs> arc. Just becoming lord of one of the one of the layers of the abyss. Yeah, yeah becoming the new stone warden of the Kivaran Oubliette. Oh my god. Just gonna pull oh, hey, guy, I heard that they shimmed someone in the cafeteria. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big That's no, not no. very nice. Yeah. My god. Um... But I yeah, love that uh, so much. Hell is run by a Midwestern woman. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to hell. Now, you've been on pretty good behavior for the last, like, you know, century or so. So you're welcome to come to our potluck. We're missing potato salad if you'd like to bring some. I got more fucking potato salad. It's more. just all potato yeah. salad. It's, well, it's all yeah. salad, but none of it has lettuce. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's starch salads. Anyway. <laughs> you know salad's so gross. Uh, let's actually let's actually jump on oh. break right there. Um, and we will come okay, back oh. with whatever the fuck y'all decide to do next. So kill this we'll, horse again. We'll be back in about ten minutes. So about one seventeen. We'll see you soon. Alright. Bye. Bye. Bye.
And most of us are back. Uh, all right, so... <clears throat> uh, y'all just finished a sparring match between Gwen Fustrock. Uh Noah got the shit scared out of him by uh, <laughs> an ethereal steed. What would you guys like to do next? Uh, I immediately... The horse is there, and I just... I pick up this muddy book that I have now um, and I head over to everyone else she I know along behind you. I know how to find out who the mole is like really really find out who the mole is um so, some of these they, they're, they're like storybooks from when I was a kid basically and I, I took them with me but there's more than that in them there's, there's knowledge that can be imparted and I believe I would be able to use a spell that would allow me to name a, a an individual or an, an item or place of some importance and from the weave pull information about them that I didn't know or couldn't know uh, but that magic will inform me of the most important aspects of that person or thing so if we think we know who the mole is or we think we know who a walker who's a walker that person would need to have died at some point and be brought back to life as a Mm -hmm. walker that's incredibly important information about them if i can get the materials needed to cast this spell it's it's gonna cost a bit but if we can afford a few guesses, we can probably figure out who it is. How like, much is how it going to cost? Oh, boy. Um, he, he like, so I need four strips of ivory that are worth at least 50 gold each. Don't kill some elephants. Which are reusable. But I also need 250 gold worth of incense that the spell consumes each time. It's expensive as fuck. 250 gold worth of incense for one spell, though? 250 gold worth of incense for one casting of the spell. Okay. And then four strips of ivory worth 50 gold each that I can reuse uh, every time I cast it. So, yeah. Fucking love this spell, and I've wow. only ever had one person use it before. It felt like a really important spell to take in this campaign. If let me let me say it's, this: if this anybody, campaign's been really fucking hard, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, has it? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, like figuring out mysteries and stuff. Oh, like the that. world is like- on fire right now, and Dang. we are struggling to put out one of them. So yeah, um, yeah. If if I I feel like if at Lauren or like my style of DMing in this world could be summed up with one spell, it would be legend lore. Yeah. yeah. That's not yeah. even the coolest trick I got in my bag of tricks this level, but I'm gonna hold on to that last one a little bit longer. Uh but yeah. Um I need to run back into uh Honestly, we we all need to really. Noah needs to run back into town, and we should go with him. We need to go to Mild Place, 
we need to Tristan is sending someone to pick up the rest of the mm. uh, rip cords that that he needs, and I figured it'd be better to meet somewhere that's not here, but also not have us go back to at Larn in order to to get those to him. Mm-hmm. So we should. Agree. Yeah, I'll look over at Sala and be like, he said he's going to send someone to meet at our old place. Um, and that you would know where that is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I know the old meeting space. Is it that stone house on Jade Street? No, uh, it's a sort of a hidden spot near where you used to live. Okay. Um, Chris, if it's, uh, all the same to you, I, um, will, I would like to be there for the exchange. Oh, just I... Just in case there's any trouble. Yeah, I don't want any of us doing that by themselves. In fact, just with the way that Tom works here, it'd probably be best for us to not do a lot of splitting up. I know that's kind of our prerogative, but... I believe. Yeah. Um, Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you? And I you still... haven't talked to Callum yet. No, I need to do that. What have you been doing all morning? I'm kidding. Fucking around. Avoiding. <laughs> I mean, I'm avoiding. I'm just. If you want to talk to Callum, I could. I could definitely use a nap after that. I mean, I don't want to talk to Callum, but whatever. Well, I mean, you need to. I'm going to start casting another spell ritually while we're talking here. It's probably better just to tear that band-aid off now. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could also tear one of his legs off or something. I mean, it's already partially done. No, we don't need to tear... (laughs) Alright, listen. I get that everyone hates him Mm -hmm. and everything, but he's just... He's an asshole. He's the least of our worries right now. He's ah. just kind of a general jerk. He's not like you know evil or anything. He's important. Kind of, he's one of our prime concerns. I I know that, but no one's ripping any legs off. No one's torturing him or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm just gonna have a nice conversation. No, not yet. Not at all. Never. <laughs> <laughs> unless he decides unless he's like oh just kidding I'm you know working for Sov then you know then you have my permission to rip his legs off but I don't think that's the case I think he's just the poor guy uh, all we need to know is how to summon Lorcan I know Yep. and uh, then we also haven't heard back from Karth yet, but also that might have been an hour ago in Atlaren. Uh, we yeah. can't know. It also could have been a week ago. Uh, right. Walter speaks up. He says, uh, while, while all of you are doing that, I think I may get a head start on joining up with Kit and Kenna. I want to get a lay of the land of wherever he is. I'm... 
I'm a bit worried that he's going to try to run away from us. I don't... I really don't know what he's trying to do at this point. Did we tell Ross that Kit's behind the Elmadam? Uh... I don't think so. I don't believe so. I mean, well, here's the thing, is uh, Morrigan got a message from Kenna meant for you guys. So she has an inkling that something is happening. Gotcha. Hmm. But they don't know what it is. Okay. Um, Ross, yeah. if you're going to go there, then you should know something. Uh, oh, shit. I'm, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fairly right. important. <laughs> uh, oh, you said that Sorry. Ross was going to do that. I assumed that we would know that because he's telling us that. No, Walter. Walter's. That was Walter. Oh, you said Walter. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, couldn't you tell from the fucking accent? Yeah. Uh, that's my bad. He's Walter Dine, not Ross fucking Greer. Sorry. Never mind. I'm a stupid. You. You're not stupid. It's okay. But yeah. Uh, so Walter will get a head start on that. Uh, which also cuts down the number of NPCs I have to deal with. Uh, <laughs> um, so who wants to go first? I mean, we're all going to town, right? We can either go into town or we can do Callum first. Who strikes anyone on the nap? Probably should short rest. I, I literally that. was just staring at the little box that has ash in it on my screen. Me too. <laughs> all right, we're talking to Callum. Uh, well, uh, uh, before we all leave, uh, telepathic bond is now up again between all of us. Cool. Help, it's again. Oh, help. I gotta put away my, my little snackies. Yeah, oh, fucking snackies. be professional. Ah. Um, I'm chewing the broccoli. Hurry up! I'm gonna keep eating my popcorn. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll do a thing. So, um, after you guys split off to do whatever you're doing, um, Gwen also stumbles to her and Magda's room to take a nap. Uh, and there are, uh, a couple of members of the Court of Reckoning around who can, like, help you guys heal up a little bit, uh, in case you need it. But, uh, for Magda, um, asking, basically having to ask Ross, um, he will show you to where Callum is staying. Um, and he will tell you that, yeah, he may have accidentally shattered Callum's leg, but it should be healed by now, thanks to some of their, uh, clerics that they have around the court and uh, he shows you to uh, this room that is actually attached to what appears to be not necessarily a library but an archive um, and uh, he walks you through the archive where you can see a few members of the court are uh, sorting things, cataloging things, you see some people copying uh, like notebooks and then taking a copy for themselves uh, and you see some shelves, uh, most of them are made of wood, but some of them are made of steel and have, like, locks and bars on them. And uh, there are some in uh, some items in, like, glass cases that are, like, some of them are books, but some of them are scrolls. Others are actual items. 
Um, and one recurring thing that you see around the break is uh, like mounted pieces of weaponry and armor uh, that have all clearly seen battle, uh, which kind of goes with Morrigan's theme of being the goddess of war. <clears throat> but uh, Ross shows you uh, to a set of rooms attached to this archive, one of which is a bedroom, but uh, it seems to be kind of an apartment uh, where it has like a main room, a bedroom, and a kitchen. And uh, he, he doesn't knock at all. He just strides right into this little area. And you see uh, it's fairly sparse where it comes to decoration, where it has a few chairs, sofa, uh, a small table in the center, um, but not a lot of like wall decorations or rugs or anything. Um, and you see stacked on the central table are just piles and piles of books uh, and sheets of paper and ink. And like you see one ink bottle has been knocked over and long since dried. Uh, and you see, uh, sitting on the, uh, couch, there is a small, uh, another one of these, like, halfling satyrs, uh, sitting there with, uh, a notepad in front of him and a fountain pen, and sitting directly next to him, uh, if you would describe Callum, because you know what he looks like. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit, what did I give to you. Uh, I said like Chad Michael Murray. Oh yeah. Uh, Hold on. Let me, let me Sandy brown or blonde hair. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Sandy like um, sort of uh, not long but like flowing like sandy brown locks and very angular jaw. Um Last time you saw him, he was mostly clean-shaven, but now he has a very nice trim beard going on uh, that's, uh, like, a little bit darker than his hair. Um, he is... Uh, he's probably a little better tanned, considering the area he's been in for a long time. Uh, and you see him uh, dressed in uh, what you would recognize as, like... Uh, Caladrosian fashion, which is primarily, or, or sorry, not Caladrosian, Hesperian fashion, which is a lot of, like, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, asymmetric, um, mm -hmm. where instead of, like, if you have a button-up shirt, it doesn't button up down the center, it actually buttons down the side. Um, he has, like, a tunic like that. Uh, he has a long sort of like shawl-like vest uh, with uh, a uh, belt around his waist, a uh, set of uh, basically like uh, not quite like cargo pants. They're a little bit better fitting, but almost like close fitting breeches with lots of like small pouches and pockets on them. Uh, and then uh, calf high very nice uh, boots with like the folded top. It's all very Sun Elven uh, fashion. And you can see that a, uh, a crimson cloak is draped over the uh, arm of the couch next to him. Uh, that is very much the shade of the Hesperian uh, banner. Uh, but he 
as the satyr is sitting next to him, you can hear him uh, speaking in Sylvan, which, do you speak Sylvan? Don't think so. No, I do not. You recognize it's Sylvan, but he's speaking to this little satyr and uh, occasionally like pointing things out on the page. And the satyr is just furiously writing um, as Callum occasionally picks up a book and flips through, shows him something. Um, and you will actually recognize some of these books. These are his books that he's had since his school days. Um, but as Ross just walks right in, uh, you see Callum look up and you notice his eyes are a different color. Uh, they have turned a sort of fiery orange color. Um, but he looks up like, like he's about to protest and complain. And he sees Ross and stops. And then he sees you and you see his brows kind of furrow in confusion. And he looks at Ross and he says, um, a knock would be appreciated next time. And Ross just stands in front of him with his hands on his hips. He's like, yeah, I don't fucking care. So uh, you got a visitor. And uh, I would like to remind you to be polite and cordial. And uh, answer all of her questions or I'm going to break your leg again. Okay. And he points at the little satyr. He's like, you, come with me. And the satyr is like, oh, oh, okay. And he puts down his notebook and he skitters out. Uh, and Ross looks at you, Magda. He says, do you need anything? Do you need any help? No, I can handle him. It's fine. All right. If he, uh, if he gets, you know, uppity with you, which, you know, is kind of his MO, uh, just let me know. I'll take care of it. I can break his leg, too. Trust me. All right. And he turns and walks out and shuts the door behind him. Uh, Callum picks himself up and you can see he's not putting a ton of weight on one leg like it's still painful but he can stand um, he's like can I help you yeah it was a 50-50 uh, shot whether or not you'd recognize me I guess but... I'm, I'm sorry I, I meet a lot of people I I don't remember everyone. Uh, Callum Wright, how can I help this, you? This fucking dick. <laughs> to be fair, can she I, looks way different. I do look different. She can does, I make an, but still fuck him. <laughs> can I make an insight? Because, like, you know, I would, like, if one of my boyfriends showed up or something that, like, I dated way back in the day, like, I feel like I would still recognize him, even if they looked a little, like... Yeah, but you care about but, people. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's why fuck this guy. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, you can can I make an check? Yeah. Yeah, I want to make an inside joke just to see if he's like genuinely doesn't recognize me or if he is kind of being a dick. And like or both. I'm, I'm playing stupid. That can be broken. Too. I will I will give you advantage because you you used to know this man rather well. Yeah. You want to know what else can be In broken? The fine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I got a 12 both times, so that's a 18. Yeah. Uh, he genuinely does not recognize you. Okay. I don't know if that's better uh, or worse. It's worse. <laughs> I Hold on, I have a thing. I wrote this down a long time ago. 
Where was it? Where was it? Sorry. Who are we promoted by this week? Me. Okay. This week's episode brought to you by Taylor. Yeah. Brought to you by the letter fuck. (laughs) Brought to you by the letter I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was. Brought, brought to you um, by Final that Fantasy. A, that's a single letter. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, might as well be the letter I Y. Um, I Y. I I take e. out of my bag a little handheld mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like brass and has some like um, uh, filigree like around the the sides of it, and on the back inscribed. Uh, says to Mag from your magic Mag. boy. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, yeah, oh, funny how it's not like cute after you break up. No, yeah, and it then I, I take the mirror and I hand it to him. I'm like, give you a wild guess, huh? Um, he he takes it and looks it over, he's like, Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> There's like a full freeze happening, he's just like, I, um, and he offers the, the mirror back to you, uh, Nah, you can keep that, that's fine. Okay. And he just kind of holds it. Uh, but there's a moment where you realize it's not just shock at seeing you. It's shock at seeing you in this situation. Because he realizes, yeah. you know, Ross just brought you in. And he's like, oh god, she's attached to all these people that have suddenly come into my life. Uh, and he's like, uh, I, um, is, uh, how, how are you, uh, Magda? Uh, you don't deserve that information. Just, just saying. I'm not here to make a personal call, Cal. Uh, this is business. Oh, um, am I? Are you? Uh, is this? Is this like a revenge thing? Am I in trouble with some important people? Because I, if this, you want something, like I, I, I have connections. Yourself. I can. No, don't flatter yourself here. This doesn't have anything to do with. I mean, it does, but God, all right. Did you ever figure out just what you summoned that night? So this is what that's about. Um, the, it's okay. Uh, Why don't we sit down? All right, and just I, okay. Uh, and he he turns and like very awkwardly like sits down and like shuffles off to one end of the sofa. I I'll sit down like 
Is there like a chair? Chairs? Yeah, there is other like furniture. I'll I'll like take a chair and like put it across from him and sit down in it. And like I imagine I am very like my demeanor is very different from what he yeah. remembers because before I was a lot more demure and quiet and everything and, and nice. just kind of like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but he he like he's sitting there uh kind of desperately trying not to like fidget with his hands and uh you remember that it's not very often that Callum gets nervous he is very like confident facade that he's always put on but you are making him incredibly nervous and he's also not on his home turf so he's even more insecure uh, and he's just looking across at you, but also trying not to stare at you. And, like, he's having a hard time. <sighs> I heard that you uh, heard from my dad and you told him to shove off, basically. Uh, I... Uh, he asked where you were and I... No. No, I heard that uh, you refuted that you even knew who I was. Um, that might have been exaggerated a bit. Uh. Um, I, uh, I, I, I. I went on to Caladras and uh, tried to start new. Uh, Did you? Hmm. Well, was it everything you wanted and more? It's going rather well, yes. Really? Being a toady for the Hesperian Empire it's an honorable position. Everyone Whatever. serves someone. Whatever happened to you wanting to change the world? I'm working on it, but I need to get somewhere first. Nobody's can't change anything. What is this about? What what do you want here? And more importantly, where the fuck am I? You don't even know where you are. No. You think that man has told me anything? Smart as you are. Can't even fucking figure that out. We're in the Feywild. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. In the Court of Reckoning. The what? Long story. You are a honored guest of Lady Morgan. What are you talking about? 
this is what I've been doing the past six years. It's digging myself further and further into the business of other people as much as I tried not to. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't understand. We're... The Feywild makes sense, but Morrigan is gone. Apparently not. Who, who is that man? <clears throat> that would be Puck, Robin Goodfellow. Bunch of different names he's got there. Why is he? What does he have to do with Morrigan? He's connected to me. And I need... What are you doing? Your information. <sighs> You're so painfully out of the loop, it's not even funny. That's not my fault. I had nothing to do with this until that Robin that is... showed up. Really? Yes. You can't really. think of anything possibly that could connect you to the Fey Wild or the Fey at all. Listen. That's why I'm here, Cal. That was a mistake. A terrible error on my part. That and I've been living with for the past six years. You didn't summon a fae, cow. You summoned the body of a fae. And inside that body was a horseman of the dissolution. That's what cursed me. Sav. Make a persuasion check. Sixteen. Um, there's a moment where, like, as you're speaking, you can see him, like, it seems like he's listening and he's looking at you until you realize he's not staring at you anymore. It's become that, like, starting to dissociate stare as he's, like, mulling over this new information um and finally he blinks and he looks down and his brows furrow and he's like that that doesn't make any sort of sense well when you've been uh doing as much work as I have to get rid of of this fucking mark on your soul, it makes a little bit more sense. I d so you're telling me Lorcan Sheoluk is a horseman? He's possessed by a horseman, yes. What do the horsemen of the dissolution have to do with the Feywild? Uh, essentially, I mean, we're still trying to figure out some of the details, but Sava's trying to return much the same way that Ilaka 
tried to hundreds of years ago. Well, that's ridiculous. He, he can't. There's no Heidelin staves anymore. No, but there are certain areas in the world that the line between the Astral Sea and the uh, Demiware in our world, at Lauren, are thinner. The, uh... Have you heard about the anchor tree down in Frosthold? Yes, something about uh, plants getting out of control and the Glacier Watch getting into trouble. Yeah, Sav has been gunning for that tree to die so that he can possibly make his entrance into the world. What does a tree have to do with the demo? It is Ursan's tree. I know that. So, if that tree dies, the lines between death and... That's ridiculous. It's just a symbol. Not as much of a symbol as you'd think. Listen, I could explain to you the months and months of information that I have gotten, but that would just be fucking tiring. So here's what I need from you I need for you to tell us how you summoned Lorcan in the first place, or stick around and do it yourself. It's, I mean, it's just a, it's just a summoning spell. You could look it up in a book at an academy. I edited it slightly to get the result I wanted, but it's not that difficult. So you intended to summon Lorcan then? Lorcan specifically, yes. Why is that? Because he was a weak archfey. I had questions that I wanted to ask. And he was less dangerous than summoning someone like Oberon. And also, you can't summon someone like Oberon unless he wants to be summoned. Why were you trying to summon him? What questions did you have? I wanted to know about the Feywilds. I wanted to... Back then I had aspirations of working with the Guild of the Gate, and I thought if I came to them with information that they didn't have, or I came in with some experience with the Fae and the Archfey, I would have a better shot. But that path obviously didn't pan out. What can... What if I told you that... Uh, I have some connections within the Guild of the Gate, and... I don't care about them anymore. I'm a battle really? mage. You're a glorified tour guide. I protect people while they excavate historical artifacts. It is an incredibly lucrative and useful position, and it's helping me on my way to becoming an official war mage of the Hesperian Empire. I don't know what career path you've chosen, but I've never heard of you. So, 
considering people will know my name in a few years, I would say I'm doing rather well for myself. God, I hate him so much. Can I please just kill him? Please. Get out here. Get out here. Yeah, well, my fucking goal hasn't been to get my name out there the past few years, Callum. My whole goal has been to stay alive for one day more. And you have been doing an incredible job, it looks like. Do you know what my face looked like just a couple weeks ago? Do I want to know? Probably not. Given that listen, you... Listen, Magda, I... I'm sorry that this has happened to you, and I will take responsibility for the one... being the one who started it. No, you weren't. No, you won't. <laughs> but... I'm sorry this happened to you. That's such a... Fuck, fuck off. <laughs> uh, but... I... I appreciate what you did for me, but I didn't ask you to do it. But you did, though. Not in so many words. But when we ran away together, Callum, do you remember what you said to convince me to go with you? That we would be each other's foundation. That we... It would be us against the world. That we would do anything for each other. We were teenagers. And we were obsessed with each other. Were you obsessed with me? For a time, yes. Really? So it was so easy then, this person that you were just obsessed with, just leave in the middle of the night. I... I got an opportunity that I couldn't pass up, and you didn't fit into that future. You can call me the villain all you like, but I did what was best for me. I don't think villain uh, suits you. That's too presumptuous, too important. You are just a selfish little boy. Who I Your would... opinion is valid. I hate him so much. Taylor, uh, Taylor, if you weren't like a good I person. I have literally said this to people. If you weren't a good person, you would be you, so ben. dangerous. I would. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is why I need <clears throat> to be a dungeon master is so that I can explore all of the things I'm capable of. And still be a normal aspirant. Well, not normal, but still be a person. Be not dangerous to people. I had hoped so hard that this was going to happen before the sparring match because I was going to be outside the door listening for fucking trouble. (laughs) I now I'm getting healed instead. (laughs) I feel weird that I have literally said this to people. Yep. Or like, (laughs) I'm like, your emotional reaction is valid. 
I just don't care. Like, kind well, of thing. Here's, here's the difference, though. Like, Callum, everything about him is, like, selfish for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are moments of selfishness that are good because they're to protect yourself. Like, that's the big difference here. Like, yeah, I'm pulling some stuff that people have said to me and that, like, Ben has said to people that are, you know, you don't want to keep them around anyway. But Callum's reasons are the wrong reasons. Um, I am going to just to um, uh, 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 showcase some good in the world. Uh, I, I think that Christmas is probably outside of this room, but definitely not eavesdropping. Um, but it's been a hot minute, so he is just with telepathic bond, just real quick, gonna reach out to Magda and just be like, "Hey, um, it's just been a few minutes. Just checking to make sure that you're okay. Remember, we are out here for you if you need us." Yeah, I'm good. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You know the things friends do for each other. You know, like be there yeah. for each other. I <clears throat> know, but I'm also mid being pissed as hell at this guy. No, I know. So I, don't I know. Wanna- Yes, your opinion <laughs> is valid. I would also like to clarify I'm not this much of an asshole. I have said no, this, no, but I no. feel like I'm not this much of a dick. And like, I, <laughs> yeah. like I said, like you use it for the right reasons. Callum uses it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, you, there's, context there's is important. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between your feelings are valid but they're your problem and yeah. your feelings are valid and I am responsible for the circumstances by which they were created. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Callum's just out here like, fuck you and everything you care about because it's not my problem. Kill him. Kill <laughs> it. Uh, I don't know where we were in the conversation. He just said your opinion is valid. I know, but I don't remember what my opinion was. Uh, Uh, that that he is, that he's just a little boy, a selfish little boy, and no one will remember him. I don't think I said that. I don't think she said that. You know what? Just tack it on for good fucking It was, you called him a selfish little boy. That's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well... Uh, whatever. You know, if you can live with the fact that you left me to die with absolutely no regard, uh, that's your problem. You were surrounded by professors and friends who could help you. And not one of them did. Um... I helped myself. And he sits back a little bit. He's like, oh, so your dawning friends, you know, Jared and, um, what's her name? Joan. Yeah, he doesn't remember. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is this a DM thing or is this a Callum thing? It was both, and then I realized, no, it would suit his character to not remember Joan. Uh, Because he was friends with Jared, but not Joan. Um... They knew each other, but he didn't really care yeah. about her. But yeah, he's like, your dawning friends, Jared and whoever, it didn't help you? What could they do? We were barely 20 years old. What could I do? Be there. 
If I was gonna die anyway, you could have just stayed and waited. Pretended like you gave a shit. But you're not even that big of a man, huh? Is this meant to hurt my feelings? No, I didn't... I have work to do. I have people who are going to be looking for me. So if we could wrap this up. You know... I'm really glad that I grew out of you. And what you turned me into. I was such an asshole. But, uh... I found a group of people who, uh... are voraciously kind and annoyingly true. And... I would die for any one of them. Lovely. Great. So, you're going to tell me how you summon Lorcan? Why should I? Because if you do, I will tell the Obsidian Collective how wonderful you are. And maybe, just maybe, they can get you an inn in wherever you want to work. You know the Obsidian Collective. Every single one of them. Prove it. Uh, alright. I can write to Kenna McAmbro. Uh, I can bring her here if you want. She's in the Feywild. She came with us. What fairy tale are you living the man imprisoned in the Fey Wild says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> do you want proof the, or not? I can do it. There's different layers of fantasy going on here. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. Write to Kenna fucking MacAmbro, the deathless druid, and let's see I'm if she gonna, knows you. I'm gonna go outside. Uh, I'm sorry, did you just call her the foolish druid? The Deathless Druid. I thought you called her the Foolish Druid. I was like, she's gonna fucking pop out. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's Kit. Uh, I'm gonna walk outside. I'm gonna poke my head out, and I'm like, Christmas. Yeah. You happen to have a scroll, a sending scroll? I do not. I have a sending spell. Great. Can you talk to Kenna, please? And sure. can you say, um. Mm, I guess there's not really a tree or something nearby. Maybe she could send a message to you? There's trees everywhere. Well, that's true. Can you tell her that uh, Mr. Callum Wright needs some proof that she knows us uh, so that he can uh, work with us? Just any sort of proof. I don't really care. She can stick her arm through a tree and punch him in the face for all I care. You're doing the long pause thing again, and it's really... <laughs> Close the door. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to stay on this side, because then otherwise he's alone. So. Can he not be alone? 
I don't know. He tried to escape before. And that got him a broken leg. That's true. Is there any windows or anything you, in you're here? You're underground. We're underground. Okay. Yeah. Just All right, he cool. He can't. Yeah, just... I, I look over my shoulder. I'm like, stay the fuck hit. And then I'm going to close the door. And As if like, I have a choice. I'll just lean against the door, too. Just for good measure. Um, I don't know if Kenna is allowed to come here. The Why kind not? of the whole idea is that the well, whole reason she's her- not here is that we didn't want to tell her to send a message to him to then. Come here. To to Callum? Yeah. Has she met him? Has she met him? You kind of have so. to like be familiar I'm with just, someone in order okay. to do that. Describe him to her then. I don't think you that's know, how the force works. She doesn't have access to... <sighs> doesn't Noah have a whole bunch of shit from the Obsidian Collective? Don't we... Don't... I mean... I feel well, like it, Noah? every time we you go somewhere... You guys could literally ask. We have tele- telepathic... Yeah, I'm gonna just... Oh, yeah, that's right. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna ask everyone? Yeah. I reach out. Hey, does anybody have a way that I can prove that we know the Obsidian Collective? Yes. What? Yeah. I mean, doesn't I have have, doesn't Christmas still have the uh, the gun from Marin? The Ace of Spades. The Ace oh. of Spades, that's what it's called. Oh, wait. I don't wait. know if that's... <clears throat> yeah, that will do it. Okay, here, give it to me. No. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that doesn't leave my possession, Magda. Oh my god. Alright, then come in the room then, you fucking twat. Sure. Uh, I'm just like I'm just like beaming in. Like, uh, do you guys need help down there? I I have my letter as well. Okay, I'm I, on my I, way. I, I'm oh very my god! Just... You also hear uh, Gwen pipe up. Be like, I can also help. You know, beat him to a pulp. I let. Okay. Oh my god! If anyone is gonna like... beat this man up, it's gonna be Magda. Okay. No one's beating it's him not... up. That's what I'm saying. If it's anyone's this, place, it's Magda. This is exactly the opposite of what happened between Marin and Alistair. Yeah. I know. It was like... <laughs> it's like Alistair. Oh, no. oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. Uh, you know, oh, you, don't have to, you don't have to cough telepathically at the same time. You can just <laughs> do it out loud and don't spare us. While she's drinking. <laughs> Alistair was evil and like turned out to be starting to become a good guy and Marin was trying trying to find an excuse to kill him and now we've got a dude who's just shitty and Magda's trying every excuse not to kill him mm-hmm. I think I think she died no she's okay she's still breathing I can see it <laughs> that was a bad one <laughs> We'll just sit here and laugh while she slowly chokes to death. I help it. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to I'm real crying. quick oh uh, cast Enhance Ability on uh, myself for uh-huh. uh, Charisma checks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, telepathically, real quick, I'm just going to be like, y'all can come, but you don't go in the room unless Magda asks you to go in the room. Everyone you... can come in the room, but everyone has to promise not to beat him up. Uh, you hear okay. both Gwen and Sala be like, I'm away. Yeah, I'm yeah, already halfway I'm there. 
All right. Living on a prayer. The whole family's here. Great. Let me in there. <clears throat> oh, oh, is that fair? I'll oh. wait for everyone to show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soon the squad assembles. Uh, I will and, be the last uh, one. Yeah. Uh, Sala, Sala joining up with you guys, she takes her usual spot by Christmas, whereas Gwyn just kind of <coughs> ah. storms in despite her weakened state. Like, you can see she's ready to either be an emotional support or a physical danger. I look over to her and I'm <coughs> gosh, my voice still isn't back to normal. Ah, well, yeah. Uh, she she comes up to join <clears throat> your side. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm fine. He's just such a dick. Do you need help or just you know what? Half of me just wants y'all to come in and witness him for yourself. So they, but I no one. That. I look to everybody. I'm like, no one's beating him up. What do you need in this moment? I need proof to him that I'm, I'm basically trying to prove to him that we know the Obsidian Collective, that if he does what we want him to do, then we can put in a good word for him. At this moment, Noah is outside. Noah casts Enhance Ability, Eagle Splendor on himself, and then immediately casts Disguise Self so that he looks like Kenna McAmbaro, and oh he my kicks God. the door in. <laughs> Wait, are those both, are, is one of those, are both of those concentrated? Only one is concentrated. Yeah, okay. Disguise Self is Okay, yeah. so uh, Noah Kenna uh, kicks the Noah door Kenna. open, and uh, you see this very handsome uh, man in Hesperian clothing just on the couch jump. No, uh, I mean, can I? I immediately don't. walk in and I'm like, who's the bitch who's not paying attention? <laughs> I'll Make an intimidation check with I, advantage. Okay. Hell yeah. Can I? This is going to be incredibly, incredibly redundant. But can I pull the Ace of Spades? And walk in behind Kenna like I work for her. Oh, yes. Uh, and just also intimidate the shit out of this guy. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Uh, do you want I'm going to slap a letter on the table. Do you want me... <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to also roll? I want you to do an intimidation with advantage as well. Oh, God. Was it the 20? <laughs> no, it was a 17 plus 12. Uh, oh my God. So that's a 29. <laughs> Callum Wright uh, shits his face. Kenna's, Kenna's is an 18. Okay, okay. Uh, you, There's an extra something there because it is Kenna fucking my camera. Um, but uh, yeah, Sorry, he I'm trying jumps. To channel. Good, Do you yeah, want to throw a Bardic Inspiration onto that? Sure. Do yeah, it. go for it. Do is it. it a D8 or a D10? It is. It might have just increased. Let me pull it up. It's a D10. That's, oh! that's going to be a 26. Fuck. All right. Callum Wright has never been more afraid in his life, except maybe the moment he met Sov. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> he, he, like, jumps. He, like, presses himself back against the sofa. He's like, um, uh, 
Yeah, I heard you. I heard you needed some uh, some convincing. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't understand what's happening. Can I? Uh, hey, hey. Easy. I know exactly what's happening. You're being a fucking cunt, and it needs to stop. Okay, so now you're Kit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can, you guys. No. No, no, it's great. It's great. Their personalities mesh so well. I have um, never been more proud of Noah than I am in this moment. Yeah. This is He has said fantastic. more swears in the past 30 seconds than he said his yeah. whole life. So there's anything to be said for Noah, it's that he understands how to mimic somebody. Uh, but uh, Callum, like, slowly, like, pushes himself up, and he's like, um, I, uh, I, I, I apologize for bothering you? Don't apologize. Uh, How the fuck does the spell work? Uh, um, I, I can write a scroll for you. Cool. Uh, Start, please. Uh, I flip over I the letter from Teladir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, like, looks at the letter. He's like, who are you? What is happening? Those don't sound like I'm spell components to me. I'm the man that's gonna break every fucking bone in your body unless you write it down on the back of this letter right fucking now. It doesn't work that way, but I will write you a scroll. Um, and he sits down and like he reaches over to this bag and pulls out like his his uh, his wizardy materials. Uh, and starts like nervously, like you can see his hands are super shaky. Uh, starts writing, um, and you can see his free hand is like casting and drawing arcane runes off to the side. Um, I, as soon as he starts doing that, I turn back to Magda and I'm like, Good, you let me know if he doesn't believe you from now on. And I look at Christmas and I'm like, do what you will. I have things to do. And then I storm out the door and slam it behind me. You got it, boss. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, off to the side, like, Sala has just been quietly smiling the whole time and, like, watching Christmas, whereas Gwen has not subtly draped an arm over Magda's shoulders. Oh, no, I Um, was totally going to be like, oh... Uh, you know, just like really play yeah. it up, like thanks for being here, baby. And kind of <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Taylor, <laughs> real yeah. quick, just so that I'm understanding this, he's currently drawing out a spell scroll. Yes. Wonderful. I'm guessing it's planar binding. That's just my guess. Uh, not quite. Not quite. Okay. Greater summon archfey. Well, because planar binding would be like. If I was just going through my knowledge of D&D spells, that's kind of what I assumed it was when he was just like, it's just a spell. Anyone can learn it. Like, Isn't there a spell that's like Summon Fey or something? Yeah. There um, is. It's this, a little different, though. This oh, okay. spell is kind of halfway between the two. Okay. Um, it's it's a... <laughs> summon Specific Fey. Summon Specific mm-hmm. Fey. And keep them here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, actually, the original version of his spell was more of like a summon fey temporary thing. It was just specifically targeted at Lorcan. Um, so uh, he writes out this spell. And um, you can see uh, as he goes, he's also keeping like notes on the side of like components and that sort of thing. And um, he goes through and like enchants the 
scroll as he's working and it does take a while um but he he's a very practiced mage so he's pretty quick about it um taylor yeah does he have a spell book that he's copying this from uh yes okay take it why oh i'm totally going to take that book from him cool uh yeah he uh uh after a bit he sort of starts wrapping up uh the details and um he he looks up he says should should i just write up the instructions or should i explain uh can i read the scroll is it what a like the in in uh dungeons and dragons speak uh is it legible to me or to... I don't think Noah would have access to spell levels this high. It is legible no. to you as a warlock, yes. As a warlock, okay, gotcha. So I can read it, which tells me immediately that it would work. Um, so, um, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't need you to explain to me how magic works. It was just an offer. Okay. Uh, I take the scroll and I take a spell book. Um, excuse me, that, that, you, you can't take that. It's on official Obsidian Collective business. Uh, that's official Hesperian business, so I would hand that back before the um, Obsidian excuse Collective... excuse me, Mr. Riot. I think it's officially none of your fucking business. It is absolutely my business. What? Then maybe you'll get it back if you keep being good. I look over at Magda, I'm like, he's even stupider than you said he was. Yeah. What do you think you're doing here? This ain't a hotel, man. Obviously. <laughs> Listen, I understand you're all associated with the Obsidian Collective, but the Obsidian Collective has no bearing on the Hesperian Empire. There are going to be problems if you steal Hesperian property. Okay. Wonderful. And so we'll then we can either that. give it back to you after we've had a nice long look through it, or we can give it back to you in ashes. Do you have a preference? I want it back before I leave this place. Better hope that happens. Looks on you, you'll never leave. All right. I look at Christmas. I'm like, you got what you need from him? I got what I need from him. Great. Dispess. <laughs> Are we all I in will, the room? I'll walk past Magda and I'll just be like, you got it, boss. And then I'll, and then I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> I think in my head. I will afford. Yeah, I'll afford Magda <laughs> a similar. Well, the idea is I'm affording you a similar level of respect that I gave to Kenna McAmbro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all leaving the room, including Magda? Yeah, I figured I would trail behind a little bit, but I'm not going to stick around. And... <clears throat> oh, I, I was going to close the door. After you left, I was going to be, be the last one that left the room. Oh my god! No, I don't no. think I don't. If think I see that shit happening, I am that. not. Yeah, like. 
like foos. We've heard the shit you've said about this man that you haven't even met I yet. Know. We're not leaving you a chance to be alone in a room with him. Oh no, I'm not going to stay in the room. Roll a deception check. You guys can fight over who gets the last line. Uh, I'll be like, ma'am, as uh, I let Meg to leave first, and then I would leave after her. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, before that, I will look back at Cal and just be like, Maybe not everybody knows my name, but uh, I think that I've been doing pretty well for myself, so. Indeed. And I'll turn around. No, I I did it. (laughs) That was the middle finger. Question. Uh, Yeah. Is Ross in our telepathic bond? No. No. Okay, because I thought he was there when you cast. Wait, him. is he? No, Walter. Walter's. Oh yeah, yeah, Walter. There's eight of us, yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Is Walter outside? No, he already left. Okay. Actually, there's only seven of us. Noah's outside. No, I didn't get Ross in it though, because I didn't intend to when I cast it. Alright. The horse is in oh. it. I'm out. Yep, you all step out, uh, and uh, Gwen Gwen pulls Magda like close to her side as you all step out, and uh, she she looks down at you and she says, "Yeah, he's kind of a piece of work." I think you mean shit. Yeah, shit. shit. Yeah. A shit of work. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Noah just looks at everybody. He's like, "Okay, so that was fun. I could I, do that again." I go give Noah a hug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. I kind of like hugging back. Didn't expect brilliant, it. magnificent fucking bastard. You. I didn't. Yeah. I honestly, that was better than any other idea that I had. Good job, Noah. Oh, cool. Yay. Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna go. Um, like. Uh, Rinse my mouth out after all that. Um, <laughs> Ma would be very, very disappointed in me. Yeah, she would. Uh, no, so, yeah. honestly, everyone, uh, thank you. Mostly for not killing him, uh, but also oh, that just, comes later. You know. Okay, um, no, that's still off the table. Did you so, tell us about his ambition, his career aspirations at all? Uh, I knew, well, I generally said that he wanted to be important. I don't think I, that's kind of like all that okay. he was focused I wasn't on. sure if you that shared I like some of the things he said in the chamber or not. No, I mean, at this point, I'm not fucking telling the Obsidian Collective anything about him because we got yeah. what we want out of <laughs> As you guys are kind of gathered, um, Magda, you'll feel uh, Sala actually take your hand as she leans in next to you. She says, if you do ever, you know, want to get back at him for something, I won't kill him. But if you want to make his life harder. How much harder? No, you know, no, I mean, I'm going to take a hard road. <laughs> The temptation. As simple as food poisoning, as serious as real poisoning. 
Well, I can help with that. If you purposefully give someone food poisoning, isn't that considered real poisoning? Yeah. I'm talking like nightshade poison here. (laughs) That's real poisoning. Yeah, not not food poisoning, though. Let's hit him with alkaloids. That'll be great for his brain. Honestly, I think I just don't even want to uh, think about him. I can respect that. I'm going to learn what I can from this. Now hold up the the spell book. Um, I honestly am a little bit surprised that they left him in there with this. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I will find out what sort of ambitions he has and what sort of capabilities he has. And maybe, maybe if he's a good boy, he can have this back. Uh, for just so that you know ahead of time, uh, I don't have his whole spell book, but uh, Cal is uh, primarily a conjuration uh, and abjuration wizard. That checks out with access um, to fifth level spells, at least. Uh, he I'm has assuming access, that's what this is. He has access up to seventh level, actually. Okay. Ooh. It's a strong wizard. Mechanically, he is a level 10 wizard, level 3 bard. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, so bard. he does actually have some Yeah, he's he a college use. of glamour bard. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll look through that later then. Yeah. And then set it on fire. Um, could I go find Ross? I mean, Ross isn't very far away, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to speak with Ross really quick. Okay. Uh, yeah, you'll find him, like, heading toward the main, like, uh, the basin chamber. You'll find him kind of around a couple corners waiting for you guys, like, leaning up against the wall. And uh, as you come around, he looks over at you says, So, uh, how'd it go? Go what we needed. Oh, everybody's there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so what are we doing? Well, Christmas is looking over the information. Once we get in contact with Karth, we can try and get Logan back. So do you need anything from me? Um, I think we need to go see Jenna, don't we? And she's down the mountain a ways uh, near Barrow. If Kenna and Kit aren't able to help us, um, could use the help from maybe one or two of your uh, more powerful spellcasters. It's one thing to summon a fae. It's another thing to keep it in one place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're summoning, uh, if you're summoning somebody who's already on this plane, you should be able to keep them where they are. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how exactly the spell works, but we can we can work something out. If uh, you have a room, basically, that we can trap something in, that'd be the big thing. Oh yeah, that'd be Ma's room. Okay. 
Um, so I guess while we wait to hear from Karth, are we going to head into town and, for lack of a better term, do some shopping? What are we shopping for Probably. now? We didn't do our shopping trip. What else needs to be shopped for? Well, I mean, shopping trip. We have to go drop off the rest okay. of the things. And then also, yeah, so we don't forget about that for like a sixth time. Yeah. Uh, we get the ivory and the incense. And then we're going to need to spend some money on ivory and incense. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Before we, uh, before we go, Ross, could I have a word in private? Uh, yeah, sure. Private. Insight check. About what? Yeah, like... Sorry, buddy. You've been acting kind of shady about Callum, so you're going to get insight checked here. Cool, I'm asking to have a word in private. I know. (laughs) You don't know about what? That's, I know. Hence the insight check. If Taylor will allow it. I'm waiting for you to roll it. Okay. It's a 17. I I don't even know how to contest that. I am looking... Yeah, I'm mostly just like... Does it seem like Fustrak is doing this because he wants to talk about something that he wants to hide from us? Um, Because the whole like wanting to be the last one in the room thing... uh, The comments Fustrak has made about Callum in the past... I am genuinely concerned for Callum's safety right now. Okay. Sorry, buddy. It's not about hurting Callum. <laughs> it's well, just about psychologically I'm, scurrying. I'm just looking to see right now if there's something that you're trying to hide from us. It's one thing to have a private conversation with someone. It's another thing so to... So here, uh, uh, Harris, yeah. um, if you are... Don't tell us what you're rolling, but if you yeah. are trying to hide something from the group, roll a deception. If you're not, roll a persuasion. I mean, I think that it's more of I'm trying not to tell... Yeah, that's hiding. Everyone's that would be hiding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I have advantage on deception checks. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a 13. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you're aware he's trying to hide something from the group. Okay. Uh, once we're away... Uh, I'm going to ask Ross. Um, you got to take him back at some point, right? I mean, I don't have to. There was a little incident earlier today, and um, there might be a mutually beneficial. Uh, resolution to it. Um, <clears throat> you said that demon lord was probably going to be pretty mad that Noah blew up a big chunk of it, right? Yeah. You won't pin it on Callum? That seems like it'd be kind of... Yes, but that seems like it'd be kind of disrespectful to Magda. We could just toss him in the pit for fun. That also seems like it'd be kind of... Again, yes, but disrespectful to Magda. 
I mean, she doesn't have to know. It's more the principle of the thing, and also my mom would find out, and then I'd be in a lot of trouble. I don't think you should be getting that book back. Listen, bud, this is between you and your party. I'm just helping out. What are the odds that you can uh, get a duplicate of that spell book? I mean, I could just get it copied. You, what are you asking? Gold. He needs a loss. Listen. If you want to do something to Callum Wright, you can't Oh, buy God. It. I just smacked my mouse and it flew around. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to do something to Callum Wright, you run it by Magda first. This is not my judgment to make. It's not your judgment to make. How much do you think it would cost to uh, make a duplicate of that book? Buddy, listen to me. I'm listening. We'll give him back the his original book then. But then we have a copy of it. It depends on how many spells there are, but I could probably get it copied for like a few thousand. We'll see what we can do. With Magda's permission. I have the feeling that when it comes to that book, that won't be hard. All right. If you do anything shady, I'm telling her. I mean, she'll probably know. I'm not exactly sneaky. No, you're not. <clears throat> anyway. And then I'll go back to the group. Uh, he he follows you back, looking mildly flustered with Fustrock. Uh <laughs> Ross is an asshole, but he respects he respects women. Um, <laughs> uh, but he oh, it wasn't a question and, of respecting women on this. It was oh, a no, question of no, no, not no. respecting talent. I, let me rephrase <laughs> that. Respecting Magda's the one who's been hurt the most, and he's of the mind that the victim deserves the honor of judgment. Um... But uh, he returns to join with you guys. He says, "Okay, now that that's out of the way, uh, what are you guys? What are you guys doing first? Uh, I guess we're trying to get some ivory and incense. Yeah. I mean, incense is literally fucking everywhere in the Feywild. The first thing that we're gonna do." Is we're Drop going off to yeah we're going to hold true to our deal that we made so that we do not ignite a fire under Tristan's ass again uh, to kill me uh, and also some of you probably I don't know most likely me so that's step one yeah. uh, then we'll go shopping all right uh. If y'all are looking for uh, ivory, uh, you may 
you may be able to find it uh, not too far from uh, Sven's place. Uh, there's a few sort of more exotic shops around there, but again, incense is fucking everywhere. Every apothecary from here to the top of the city has a large backstock. Well, that's good, because we're going to need a lot of it. Yeah. All right, well, I'll be here, probably, unless something comes up. Ross, do you have any uh, weird gaps in your memory recently? Not that I know of. Okay. Uh, you ever died, as far as you know? Like Oh, yeah. Recently? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. A couple times. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Uh, if you are uh, secretly working for Sav... Uh, now would be the time to out yourself because uh, we're going to find out soon anyway. Just letting you know. I mean, I assume if I was working for Sav, he would have had me kill my ma Ross. much earlier than Ross, this. I'm fucking with you. I know you are, but I'm not letting you have the joke. Okay. <clears throat> That's fine. Alright, get the fuck out of my face. And he walks away. I have some. I have a confession to make. Christmas. Oh, God, I've been working for Sav this whole time. No, I'm kidding. I shoot Magda with the Ace of Spades. <laughs> 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 Campaign over. From one character death. Yep. Uh, well, we know who the favorite is. Yeah. So, <laughs> giddy up. All right, y'all uh, head out. Um, I shoot Chris's horse again. Oh my god! <laughs> Just every time. Um, I will definitely mention the copying of the spell book to the group. Uh, does it look like this is? I'm trying not to meta game when it comes to wizards, but I can't help it because I build characters all the time. So, 10th level wizard is going to have 15 slots for spells minimum. That's just what they get for being a level 10 wizard. And then they can copy other spells that they find along the time here. So, at minimum, it would cost 750 gold to copy this. You would also need to have a new spell book um, in order to Mm -hmm. do it. Um, So... Actually, that might not be true because we'd be copying it into a new book, and that's copying spells into an existing spell book. What is it for a new one? Look it up. It's not going to be cheap. It's not that expensive, no. but it's not going to be cheap. Um, or maybe we could just copy things that would be useful. Yeah. Copying spell, replacing the book. You can copy a spell from your spell book into another book if you want to make it back. Okay, it's just like copying a new spell into your spell book, but faster and easier. You need to spend one hour and ten gold for each. So it's actually to copy it into a new book would take a while. It would still take the better part of, I'm assuming, number of spells he's having here. It's probably going to take the better part of two days um, and probably close to 200 gold. Um, to it's do not that. bad. Yeah, so not super expensive, but also the time uh, thing is the problem. Callum yeah. has in total between his two classes 30 spells. 30 spells, okay. Uh, well, the it's the levels that matter. Uh, I believe I misspoke on the 7th level. He has 5th okay. level spells. Okay. Because um, it's... And yeah. actually, you know what? I'm... 
God, math is fucking hard. It's it's ten gold for each level of a copied spell. So I'm actually completely off base. It's not cheap. It's expensive to do that because a fifth level spell costs fifty gold. So like, they they're gonna add up. Um, so Ross is probably more right in the thousands there. Mm. And it is yeah. gonna take days to copy all of that. Yeah, and I don't have that kind of money. Math is hard. I mean, none of us are wizards anyway, so... Yeah. No, but they could be useful for understanding something else that's going on. True. Yeah. I want to know what this man is magically capable of. Probably a lot. Yep. Um... We can't copy it. I definitely think we should destroy it. Yeah, I mean, if he's talking about having secrets of a Hesperian Empire and and whatnot... Well, um, he didn't say they had secrets of a Hesperian Empire. He said it was the property of the Hesperian Empire. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Here's the thing. Do we really want to also get into the politics of the Hesperian Empire? Jesus, no. Yeah. Not in so this not just... in this day and age. Maybe in a future day and age when I've been reincarnated into a different character. <laughs> uh I think we should just give it back to him once we're done with it. If I'm being honest, Fustrock, he's a wizard. He's probably got a backup somewhere anyway. That's mm-hmm. that's what they do. Um again, I just want to learn what he's capable of and then we'll probably give it back to him. Yeah. I'm not inclined that he should be going back. Yeah, I mean... Wait. Can you repeat that? Would you... What? I'm not inclined that he should be going back. Alright. Look. Again, we don't want to start an international interplanar incident (laughs) if he's employed I'm just saying, we got a pit. If he's employed by the Hesperian Empire, which he is, we know this, if we take him hostage and then kill him and they find out, then we're starting a war, possibly, between the Feywild and the Hesperian Empire. This would this would involve the Court of Reckoning, the Obsidian Collective, the Hesperian Empire, uh, which, because it involves the Obsidian Collective, involves the entire Obsidian Alliance, which is about 80% of the world. Yeah. It would be... Outside of Caladras. It would world, literally be... Whatever we're on. <laughs> yeah. It would be the first, like, mortal world war. But, yeah. His name would go down in history like he wants so bad. Well, th- well there we go. But... Here's the thing. He's just a bit of a dick, all right? He's not evil. <laughs> I, I get that I you're mean, all very passionate <laughs> about I it. I have a better idea. Why don't we just ruin his life and let him live? We don't need to ruin his life. It's fine. I am telling you. I'm the one whose life he ruined. I yeah. don't want to ruin his life. <laughs> He's not worth Magda. it. It's d- Yes, thank you, Christmas. Magda, what sort of what fucked makes up world okay? are we living in right now? What makes it okay for him to just get away with ruin in your life? Fustrock, I have done a lot of soul searching and a lot of ruminating and stuff like this about the, for the, the past six years. And 
It's not worth the energy. <laughs> also, I don't want to do a revenge story because I did that last campaign and it was really hot. <laughs> so um, I do it. <laughs> would, would it be worth it to just stop him from taking on more power than he should have? I mean... Just so he, he doesn't is, become someone important? He's not going to be. Because... I'm going to tell the Obsidian... I mean, the Obsidian Collective already knows that he's a piece of shit, so... Fair. If he um, wants to get anywhere, he's not going to be able to... He mentioned the Guild of the Gate. He says he's not interested in the Guild of the Gate, but I'm going to blacklist him from the Guild of the Gate. He's going to be on a blacklist for the Obsidian Collective. If he wants to go do whatever he wants to do in the Hesperian Empire, I can't do anything about that, but you know, everywhere else in the world, I'm pretty sure he's fucking sol that was really connections now yeah that was neat the way that you like promised him that you'd give him something he wanted and then i mean just not giving him something he's expecting is that's he said he would be there for you and he wasn't so in all honesty you promising him something important and not delivering is really it's no less than what he deserves. And probably go. no more, but... Uh, Gwyn, uh, who still has an armor on Magda, uh, she speaks up. She says, I think it's safe to say that everyone in this group is very, very much on Magda's side and concerned about her getting justice, but... We need to be careful not to step on her needs and wishes and wants in the pursuit of justice. Because it's not going to make her feel better if we do something she doesn't want. It's only going to make us feel better. Uh, here's the deal. Once this is all over, once... Sav is gone and I have this curse lifted and everything is peach keen uh I haven't really told any of you this I told Walter about it but I think I'm uh tapping out I'm going back home with my dad so that's the justice that I get to go back home and not have to think or worry about him anymore. There's more important things than the opinion of Callum Wright. Damn straight. I am still very confused what world we're living in right now where you and I are on the exact same page. Right, Uh, yeah. But I'm sure it'll only last for the next two minutes or so. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I can't, I don't think Magda's told win this has she i haven't no i've just told yeah um so you all will see her look visibly like confused for a second but she sort of schools her expression and just keeps up this i'm on magda's side uh front um but uh she says let's Let's get out there and meet whoever Tristan is sending. 
and get ready to head down the mountain. Well, it sounds like we're going to deal with Kit first. Yay. Magda, you've grown up a lot since fighting teenagers. Oh my god. I didn't know he was a teenager, okay? I literally told you he was 14. God damn Well, I, he's not, not when Ash around. tells the story. He's not yeah. running around going like, hey, guess what? Hi, nice to meet you. I'm 14. I told you I, he looked 14. And I don't I know about fucking... you, but boys at that age, you can tell they're 14. They don't yeah. start looking older until they're about 15 or 16. I I just fucking love how like literally two months ago Magda is ready to like fist fight a 14 year old because he won't give her directions Mm -hmm. and now and now it's just like the man who ruined my life he deserves to have all of the all of the okay things happen that's not at all what she said I did not say that at all said he didn't deserve deserve to have his life Yeah, I was basically just like, I don't have the energy to uh, warrant to ruin his life. Uh, You're a better person than me. Mm -hmm. Same. Again, I already did revenge and I don't want to do it again because that's not the point. I'm so on board with throwing him in the pit. Like, literally, I almost (laughs) was tempted just to go back to the room and grab him and chuck him in the pit. No. Nobody would ever know. The yeah, I'm going to be completely real with you, Harris. Uh, Callum's going to have a guard for the next little while here because... Uh, oh, I'm sure. I Partly because you vocalized <laughs> your intentions all yeah. of the time about this, but also because <laughs> of the whole, like, I'm going to go talk to Ross about this. Uh, yeah, Callum's going to have a guard for a while. Oh, I know. No, Fustrock's going to back off at this point. Next episode, Christmas versus Fustrock. Oh, God. Christmas will win. How? So Maybe. we're gonna go. No, I'll tell you why he'll Ken win because Sala will help him. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go see about Kit then next, or what are we gonna do? Sounds like you guys are going shopping, and then Kit's next I on the dock. I need to get rid okay. of these fucking things that we're carrying with us because they're all stolen, and oh yeah, we shouldn't have most of them anyway. Uh, yeah. Like. Well, while we're shopping, because, like, I'm not really interested in shopping or anything. Well, before then, I'm going to look at Christmas and go, like, how much money would be uh, helpful for you? Yes. Mm. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to give you all of my money. Uh, but I have about 600 gold. So, uh, so I need... Here's here's 250 gold. You can buy some incense for one. Uh, Perfect. And then I have the rest of it. So 250 will do it. Great. Uh, Are you sure? Because I can give you some too. No, you paid my debt over. I have the money for the ivory strips. But here's the thing. Do we want to do multiple things? Because like, what if we run this spell on one person and it turns out to not be them so maybe we can just you know. I'll tell you what here's what we'll do I will be responsible for the ivory strips and I also will buy everyone dinner and then if you have someone or something that you think I will be able to 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 to, to 
do magic with. Um, you provide me what I need for the incense. Okay. I, I I'm going to... lady's favor. I am going to start with... I don't... That's not important enough. I know. Uh, <laughs> I am going to start with Leon, and we're going to go from there, because I think Leon is the one we suspect the most right now. Hmm. So, we will... We'll start there. So thank if, you for the money. If anybody has someone that someone or something that you want to cast Legend Lore on, let me know ahead of time. Because I may have to do some digging and some writing. Um, but uh, otherwise, I'll, I'll pull together stuff about Leon. Um, and uh, for Legend Lore, just so you guys are fully aware, because I know Coop is, uh, Legend Lore can only be successfully cast on legendary items or legendary people or legendary locations. Yep. Uh, so, like, you could cast it on the Awash tree. You could cast it on Kenemac Ambro. You could cast it on the Ace of Spades. Uh, basically, if it's a noun and it's legendary, you can cast Legend Lore. The Obsidian uh, Collective. You can do that, yes. Okay. The whole Obsidian Collective? You'll get a very brief overview, but yeah, you won't get every member. You'll just get like the history of the collective as a group. Yeah. And the more, yeah. I believe also, like the more familiar you are with the thing to begin with, the, the more specific, detailed information you get back. Yep. Um, so yeah, while we're here, uh, I am also going to spend some money on uh, books about Leon Veneer uh, so that I can learn as much as I can and use legend lore to fill in the very important blanks. Um, I'm going to give Christmas some money to go towards incense just so that we have extra incense in case we need to run this multiple times. How much are you giving me? I need 250 gold of incense per cast. Uh, I will give you uh, 750 gold Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I still have well over 1,000 gold overall. I'm glad you guys are doing this, because I am running out of gold. Yeah, your parents are here with us. Yeah, I I still have almost 2,000 gold. Yeah, I have like 400, maybe. I don't buy anything because I don't need to. Fucking Noah uh, makes his potions nonstop and all the magic true. items I wanted so to actually, expensive. So actually, on <laughs> this subject, you reminded me of a thing in my notes. Um, as you guys are sort of like getting ready to go out and planning what you're going to go do, uh, Noah, Uh-oh. a box appears in a burst oh. of gold yes. in front of you. Oh, it can go interplanar? Yeah. Sweet. It's a box. more it's more expensive, like well, way more expensive, but it'll yeah. be fine. We uh, have we're we're a chain. Yeah. Uh so this box appears before you. This this nice like slide top wooden box that has a bow wrapped around it and a and a little mm. like heart like not drawn on it, but like pyrographied into the lid. Uh nice. with B. Uh mm-hmm. and uh yeah, if you slide it open, like this is obviously your mom's handiwork. Uh, inside, uh, you will see a collection of very, very carefully packed cupcakes. 
Uh, yes. Enough for two for each of you. Oh yeah. Um, and she included a few extra with a little note that says, I don't know if your friend Walter's still going to be with you or you're going to have extra friends around. These are for them. Uh, and uh, alongside it is a small, like, like this big little pouch mm -hmm. uh, that immediately upon looking at it, you recognize it is an enchanted pouch of some kind. It's a pouch um, of coinage. Kinda. Um, but if you take a second to go through it, you will mm -hmm. find a hundred platinum in a teeny, teeny, teeny little bag of holding. It's a purse of holding. Ah, a purse <laughs> of holding, yes. It's basically just big enough for, like, you to get your hand inside of it. I will um, pocket the money, say a quick prayer to the Midwest gods for the cupcakes, and um, then Bless share them with everybody. Bless this day our daily sugar yes. and salad. Look at this cupcake, it is good. <laughs> Even <laughs> though I walk through the valley of Minnesota, I shall fear no Vikings. Dear over Frederick the teeth, Meyer. over the guns, look, in, look out thighs, here it comes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I will give everybody a cupcake while we're uh, walking toward town. What flavor are they? There's a variety. <gasps> Roll a d6. Yeah. Like each of us roll Three. a d6? Yeah, all of you roll a d6. I've got them picked out already. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also got a three. Okay. What'd you get, Magda? Two. Two. Okay, Magda's is blueberry. Aw. And um, Foostrock and Christmas both got chocolate chip. Gwen uh, got a six, Sala got a one. Uh, Sala also gets a, a blueberry. Okay. And... Um, Gwen gets a raspberry one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, while we're walking, I'm going to oh, and, and for, sorry, additional fun thing. Um, each, each little cupcake has uh, a little heart made of icing. Um, and uh, has like these little dots around them in different colors that you realize corresponds to each of you. So there's Aww. like a green dot, there's a maroon dot, there's a black dot, there's an orange dot. Uh, there's probably a, a blue one for Gwen and then like a teal one for Sala. And then there's a purple one for Jasper. Aww. Oh. <laughs> he's dead. I'll eat he's, his cupcakes. Yes, he's dead. <laughs> No, all of them have this design, but it's like Christine had to put together like 40 icing bags just mm -hmm. to do little dots. Just to do dots. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but also in the box, uh, you have a little note from her that basically says, made it home safe, uh, caught up with your dad, had a nice date night, just relaxed. And uh, we're on our way down to Frosthold because, uh, yeah, that stuff down there is going to be my problem now. My God! Oh boy! She just got she just got rescued from being kidnapped. She should like chill. No, it's Christine yeah, right. fucking Virago. Yeah. Foostrock just, continually... just wants Foostrock just wants Christine Virago to be his dad at this point. Yeah. <laughs> 
fair. Yeah, this is all just me building toward playing her in a one shot where she's just <laughs> insane party barbarian mom. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I have her. I have her character sheet all done. It's great. Oh, Jesus. Uh, um, but uh, while yeah. we're walking to to town and eating our little cupcakes, I'm gonna pull behind, uh, like drift a little bit behind to to Gwen and be like, "You you okay?" Uh, yeah. Why? I don't know. I made that announcement back then. You seemed a little. Uh, I decided not to make a big deal of it in the moment. Um, I mean, you know, if you leave, I have to come with you. I mean, I wasn't gonna make you do that. If you don't want to. I know you got a warrior spirit to whatever. Warrior spirit. <laughs> um... She she nods a little bit. She says, "You know, I um, if we didn't have Chris with us, I would stay because of sorrow. But as long as she has someone, I uh, I can let go as much as I don't want to." And besides, I I know that if we can work all of this out and be successful, then I can see her anytime I want. But Are you guys quietly having this conversation? Yes. yes. How quietly? Very. <laughs> no, th- actually, this is something that I would want to add okay. to if I am I hearing it. Make uh, What's your passive insight? Passive insight? Uh, investigation, sorry. Passive investigation? Yeah. Uh, my passive perception is 15. My passive investigation is 13. Wouldn't it be passive perception? I am also, no. On, no. I am also on top no. of a big horse right now. No, it would be passive perception. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 catch, you catch the conversation happening. Cool. Uh, I'll just kind of let out a little whistle. I'm like at the back right behind you two um and if you guys would look back be like it's bold of you to assume that we wouldn't just go with you two all right look i don't want to make everybody i just want to be there for my dad because he's getting older and i just want to settle down you know and like i know that's not what your what all of you want to do you know so I don't know y'all don't catch up y'all are drifting back pretty good oh my god shut up (laughs) keep going keep walking (laughs) Uh, telepathically to Magda I'll just say um, I don't want to do this this whole thing yeah. Just by telepathically talking to That's Gwen. true. Yeah. That's telepathically true. talking yeah. to Magda. Um, I don't want to do this forever. And I don't think that Sawa does either. It's been a lifetime full of running. We're going to want to stop at some point. Fair enough. 
Oh. Foostrock, slow down a little bit, man. We, uh... This horse's first time, and it, it's, uh... Making Noah a little bit skittish, so he's just walking a little bit slower than normal. <laughs> Ready? I'll turn, turn back. I got a gun pointed right up that horse. When did ass. you get a pump action? You just wait. <laughs> uh, I turn back to Gwen and I'm like, So, you want to be a shoemaker? No, no. <laughs> okay, I'll be the shoemaker. I'll make the shoes. I and then would you... like to be a tattoo artist. Ooh. We could have, Where the like, fuck do you think half of these came from? You did them yourself. Half of them? The other half were wow. my uh, mom. Shit. I didn't know that. Do you want one? Kind of, yeah. We can do that. I just need to get some supplies. Hell yeah. Well, alright. Here's how it's gonna be. We're gonna... We're gonna kick Sav's ass. We're gonna move back up to to Vague. And then we'll, we will rebrand the Renly uh, sh- uh, shoe shop as Renly and Haran's daughter's combination shoe and tattoo shoe tattoo shoe tattoo there's there's a pun to be made there I, I good tattoo tattoo shoe, <laughs> tattoo. tattoo parlor tattoo <laughs> damn it right up there was kitten caboodle uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh but yeah gwen gwen smiles she says we we can we can keep it just friendly i think that'll be easier okay sure Telepathic bond directly to Fustrock and Noah, uh, or they can just workshop something that's a lot better than that stupid name. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a moment where Gwen stops. You know, I'm a big fan of alliteration. <laughs> Fustrock isn't even listening in, so he's just like, "What yeah. the fuck are they on about?" <laughs> <laughs> what, Chris? <laughs> That reminds me, when we get home, that I need to change the shop's name to Barago's Brews and Balls, Bombs and Bombs. And balls. Brews and Bombs and, and Balls balls. And balls. <laughs> <laughs> and delicacies and, and delights and fishing equipment. <laughs> and biscuits. No, those don't start with bees. Only one of them does. Yep. A neon sign that says live bait in the window. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Barago's Brews, Jokes on Balls, them, the live bait is Calamite. Biscuits. Biscuits. They got and, both and bakery. And bakery, mm. yeah, there that'd be nice. Uh, you just take basket. a you just take a, a hard left from listing individual items to just no. Actually, we're also a bakery. And yeah. bunch cakes. <laughs> bunch <laughs> cakes. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, you guys, you guys continue on, and we'll Brago's we'll... beautiful cakes. Bunts. Brago's beautiful buns. Sorry, continue. Except somebody comes out and breaks the D and the T. Yep. Bunt. Is that how you, is that how you spell bunt? Yeah, it's B-U-N-D-T. Yeah. yeah, they just destroy the D and the T so it's beautiful buns. And then there's just a picture of Noah's ass. Yep, like, I like it. They just, they just destroy the T like with the, the D. Baby. If you call it Barago's buns, it can be like a Spencer's with a bakery. Yeah. Great. Oh Get God. your dildo cakes. <laughs> 
Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Wait, wait, is, that a, is, that a, is that a cake shaped like a dildo or a cake made out of dildos? Yes. Who knows? It depends on what You'll you have order. To find out. It's whatever yeah, you we, want it to be, we baby. Also <laughs> specialize in utter cakes. Oh, my God. On that for note. Those, for those kinky yeah. people in your life. Distinctly they're, shaped they're, like overturned udders. Yep. Yeah, oh, they're God. filled. All so then you, you use the you use the teats to get the filling out. I'm gonna cut the straw. <laughs> oh, gross. oh my God! <laughs> if you have to milk a cake to get the frosting out, that is so gross. No! <laughs> yeah, anyway. Oh okay. no, we're having Wait. technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, yeah, this uh, is fun. This cow's already been whipped. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so put together your shopping lists of stuff you guys want to get, and then uh, next time we'll start off with gathering that stuff and also meeting up with the person that Chris hasn't told anybody who it is that you're meeting up with. So no, uh, I probably I was... will before we get there. Yeah. Next time. Um. On Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think. Yeah, I knew there was something else I was going to do, but it can wait for next time. So, uh, we will stop there for today. Um, let me grab my, my outro notes. I was really hoping we were going to get to Kit today, but that's okay. Uh, With this group? Uh, no. No, I know. Whatever your I expectations can... are, cut three hours out of them. Yep. <laughs> or three sessions. Yep. Uh, so... Thank you, everybody, for joining us at the Atlaran Adventuring Company. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Atlaran ADVCO. Uh, you will also see we have a link tree, uh, link tree slash Atlaran Adventuring Co. Uh, that should be on screen as well as in the description, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. Um, please check that out uh, for links to all of our, those of us who are authors or uh, writers, you can find links to our stuff. You can also find links to our Twitters uh, and to our Redbubble. Uh, consider checking that out. Uh, support the stream, like like this shirt here, the AA Co logo. Uh, we are currently working on the last few chapters of the uh, first of several books based on Campaign One, the uh, Sleeper Campaign. Uh, which this first one will cover basically the beginning of the journey up until we meet Kit. Uh, so it'll be the story of Jax and Sylphie and Aether and a lot of stuff that uh, nobody saw because it was before we were streaming. Uh, also, when they met Kenamak Abro for the first time, which is yeah. awesome. Brenna uh, Silver. Brenna yes. fucking Silver. The Who sounds like a pirate. Yeah, that was the idea. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, next week we are pre-recording. Uh, stuff will still go live at the same time, so there won't be any difference on the viewer end, but uh, it, it won't be live live. Uh, and we're still working out details, but we may not have a stream for the first weekend in July. We will see. Uh, other than that, Ash. Yes. 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 Queen. 
Uh, hello, my name is Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes or at my website, astridknight.com. I have a book. It's called Perception Check. Uh, it's about D&D and mental health and uh, disco music. Uh, if you would like to pick up your copy, it's available basically everywhere right now at like Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all those places. You can also get a signed copy on my website. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Check out the book that everyone has been calling uh, a fun time. That's fun not a direct quote time. from ever <laughs> from anyone, but wow. uh, a, a lot of people have been liking it. So. There you go. Yeah, it has like a 4.9 star average right now. So yeah, I'd yeah, say people well, are liking it. Fucking Amazon won't let non-verified purchases yeah. uh, put the reviews because like people who have purchased it from other places try to put it on Amazon and then they can't do it. And I'm very upset. People have said such things as a perfect book for lovers of D&D or fantasy. Oh, you uh, went on my Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm not looking at your Twitter. Uh, uh, Did you pull the uh, another, another dude said he's actually really annoyed that he got an advanced copy because it means he has to wait longer for the next one. Uh, another person, our dear friend Jamie, says Astrid Knight absolutely slays in this breakout debut. Wow, that is some fun language. Uh, Play. Queen. Uh, uh, another person said this book is fantastic. I'm so glad I accidentally bought it. Yeah, I just saw that today. I was like, they accidentally the bought best it. review. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, another person says, "What a delightful introduction to the world of tabletop role-playing games." Yeah. Yeah. There's more, but I'll stop now because it yeah. feels annoying. <laughs> My God. That's I'm it. so glad I accidentally bought this is the best yeah. review. Uh, yeah, honestly. I saw that like yesterday or something. I was like, that's great. <laughs> Unforgettable geek-tastic adventure. Yeah. Uh, Ash, you should put that on like for the like accolades thing that you put on the back of your next I'm book. I'm glad I accidentally <laughs> bought this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine well, was, how uh... often does that happen? Usually when you actually yeah, buy know. something, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, mine was Astrid has achieved what I consider to be one of the best fantasy portrayals of PTSD in a long time. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Read it. It's so good. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> you say thank you, sir and or ma'am, and we move on. Thank, thank you. Gender neutral honorific. <laughs> I believe the word is mistrum. Mistrum. Uh, uh, yeah. That sounds. To... It's it's between Miss and Mister. I know, but it's also it makes me think of like Mistress or something, and then it's yeah, like, oh, we're getting into some weird territory. Ash, it, like, I it's wouldn't okay. mind that. <laughs> Just say yes, pair. Thank you, pair. Yes. Oh God, that's even weirder. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Anyway, uh, let's let's save Ash the additional embarrassment and uh, Blake. Tell us about your fiftieth book. 
I I have not <laughs> done fifty books yet. No, I have not you yet. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it sounds really like I'm making fun second, of you. So. It sounds like I'm making fun of you. It is not meant to be making fun of you. Mm-hmm. I promise. I'm so proud mm-hmm. of you. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, now that that's over, uh, I'm gonna. No, you're fine. <laughs> Uh, that was mostly a joke. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, my name is Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at BlakeRWolf.com. Uh, it's Wolf with an E on the end. And, uh, yeah, I write a bunch of fantasy books. I have, uh, uh, The Crystalline Chronicles is finished. Uh, that's a five-book series that's, like, D&D and being gay. And then there's, uh, uh, The Tales of Bermoria, which I just finished book three. That'll be coming out on June 30th. Um... That's definitely about being gay, but it's also a portal fantasy, so it's a little bit different. And then, uh, what's the other one I'm working on? Bonestone and Wood. Uh, first two books of that out. Third book will probably be coming out sometime this year. Working on The Wayward and the Wanderer, which is our At Lauren book with Ash and Taylor. And then I also wanted to share that The Crystal Eye, the first book in the Crystalline Chronicles, is free ebook version everywhere. You can buy it at Barnes & Noble for free. You can buy it anywhere for free. And um, even on Amazon for free. And then you can get, you know, started on a cool new series. So, yeah. Yeah, No, you don't need to read reviews. There's 125 of them. We don't know. I remember (laughs) one review... Too homoerotic, says random man from. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was enough. for Vermoria. Vermoria was too homoerotic, and then the wonder yeah. it is not homoerotic not- enough. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite one star reviews. My favorite two star review was for Lake Arcadia when they said, I was going to give this one star because it's terrible, but it's just the right thickness for a doorstop. So I gave it two. And I was like, oh Yes! I fucking love that. That was the wow. best review. Oh my God. Damn. I loved it. It was fucking ruthless. Jesus. I got that one three star review that was like, um,. You said this looks like the United Kingdom, and it doesn't. It looks like this and that. Proceeds to talk about Brexit for, like, a very long time. And I'm like, what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm American. <laughs> oh uh, anyway. All right. Jesus. Uh, Gail. Oh. You've got Gail. Hi. Gave <laughs> me with this beard. Was that better, guys? Hi. Uh, no, now it's boring. Boring! Hi! Uh, (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm Zachary Gale. Uh, I write horror stories. I have my first collection coming out in October. Uh, Some empty houses might really be haunted. And uh, I'm hoping to do a cover reveal up here in like two weeks or so. Like right around the fourth to do maybe a cover reveal. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Zachary G author or on Zachary G author.com because I finally made a fucking website. Um, also, uh, my wife makes a lot of cool art and cool stickers and you can like get like t-shirts and stuff now. Uh, so yeah, if you go to leanydraws.com, uh, that's where all of her super cool stuff is going. Uh, yeah, so you should fucking do it and go there and buy your stuff because it's dope. 
Or I'll haunt your dreams. Yeah. Not haunt their nightmares. That's it. No. No, just every dream. No. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All dreams. Yeah. You will always be there, standing in the corner. Or I'll throw you in the demon pit. Blair Witch. <laughs> My god. Coop, tell us about how normal you are. Hey, yo, what's up, uh, people? It's yo, me, listen. your uh, stream master. Uh, uh yeah, slash uh hashtag strongest party member. Uh we no. are Hashtag uh, save Lurkin. Hashtag We're save Lurkin. Hashtag save the gays. Hashtag <laughs> not saving Lurkin is homophobic. Hashtag yes. Pride Month. Uh, yeah. I did. I don't have any not sponsors today, and I don't have any uh, fun facts. However, uh, because I do not want to take credit for things that are not mine. Uh, I am going to real quick just note that even though these are public domain, uh, the two poems that Christmas referenced today are The Stolen Child by W.B. Yeats and uh, also The Kelpie Riders by Bliss Carmen. Uh, that's it. I just want to give credit words to a cat. Oh, beautiful kid. The Kelpie Riders sounds like a great like book or video game or something. The Kelpie Riders, I took three stanzas out of a five part poem that is just incredibly long it's the like all, it is literally like a whole story it's it's amazing can't recommend reading either of those enough um i've got a few other ones in my back pocket i was i've actually been holding on to them for a while but wanted to wait until uh this stuff started happening so i've got some some uh some eap in the in the back pocket and some other stuff so anyway some employee assistant programs yes yeah. that definitely not edgar Allan poe uh <laughs> would never quote any of his shit um the, the kelpie writer sounds like an Anne mccaffrey knockoff the kelpie riders plural Should yeah throw yeah. that out there yeah yeah that's um, because Anne mccaffrey did dragon riders uh, yeah. the Kelpie writers of Dern. Yeah, that, like uh, it, it's like I the person was just like, I can't do dragons because of Anne McCaffrey. So everybody what's the does next coolest. <laughs> yeah, especially I mean, the dragons in the Dragon Riders. Uh, no, that's one of like the few things I remember too. is they were no, like, yep, everyone of, fucks not the that female. Kind of does um, everybody who loves bad dragons? Maybe I'm not remembering that correctly. Who knows? Real bad dragons. Sixteen years since I read it. Naughty dragons. Naughty dragons. When I was a they come in man. a variety of softness levels. Taylor, <laughs> say what? Say what you're about. about. Taylor, say what you're about. Ah, Taylor. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, sorry, buddy. Thanks, Coop. <laughs> Go ahead, Taylor. No. What else did you want to say? No, I'm good. I saw oh my you God. were actually done though. Ash I took my so bit. Passive what you were just rambling? We all live in the Midwest. Maybe. It's just part of the oh. territory, okay? Mm -hmm. Are you are you going to finish your thing? Your stuff is up on the screen right now, so oh, well, yeah, it's it's your turn. What stuff? Yeah, that was that was. I don't have He's stuff. our friend, yeah. uh, who <laughs> we constantly rag on each other, but I feel like I feel like uh, Ash and Coop get it the worst sometimes. Uh, mostly Ash, but sometimes Coop. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you you can you can find me on the Twitters uh, on the Bird app uh, at everybody get ready. 
T-A. I-Y. 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 T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. Make sure you misspell Taylor. You will never find me. You can also find me on at Sonder underscore editing or SonderEditing.com, which you guessed it. I am an editor A Sonder. Shut up. If you are... Uh, a writer working on becoming an actual published author or you're partaking in Camp NaNoWriMo or the actual NaNoWriMo coming up or last year, let me know because I, 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 help, I help people make their stories readable. Uh, I also do like papers, essays, that kind of thing too. Uh, but anyway... Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, you can catch us on Twitch 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays and catch our uh, VODs and podcasts the following Wednesdays normally around 11 a.m. Uh, those are on YouTube, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Um, we did recently put up a TikTok uh, that I need to add a new clip to again. Um where we put up a couple highlights and shit and yeah all that Woo. Uh, TikTok. do it do it okay <laughs> kill him go down we the rabbit from, hole we went from real fucking high energy with ash to just slow slow yeah. downward spiral uh but uh that's ready for naps the, yeah yeah uh that's that's it for us for today Join us next week for maybe meeting up with Kit and, uh, you know, completing the cross-campaign crossovers and maybe, you know, maybe killing the Winter Druid. I don't know what's going to happen. And Foostrock versus Christmas. (laughs) What? What? And Foostrock versus Christmas. That sounds like a bad idea, too. Sounds like- I feel like if I if I hit Sala a couple of really good times though, she'd probably crumple into a heap. If you could hit her. Yeah. 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 Not her whole not. thing is not being visible to hit. She so. also yeah. has a hunting rifle with a scope right now. Yep. Yeah. A hair trigger. Definitely not a hair trigger. No. Also, Christmas would <laughs> actually literally murder you. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> employ Noah to assassinate you. I am technically the only assassin. You are. On that yeah, note, on that what? wonderful team building group exercise note where we all love <laughs> each other and don't kill each other. Um, yes, I know I brought it up. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Final Fantasy 8's a good game. God damn it.